Hey guys, what up? It is your boy Kyle Conkeel here with episode number five of the Just STFU podcast. Now, before we get going here, I just wanted to come on and say that yes, there are some political topics that Phil and I go on. Uh, a lot of it is Second Amendment um, and more me on my anti political bullying stance, as well as, you know, some hypocrisies among both sides. Um, I know the political subject can be a little bit triggering for people, so I just wanted to come on here and let you guys know that although we do talk about a lot of Second Amendment stuff, we do talk a lot about politics, it's not all serious. There is a lot of fun in games. Um, we talk about Phil's time on Infowars with Alex Jones, and uh, we also had a pretty good time talking about Elon Musk and Neuralink. So um, another thing I wanted to say was Phil had a kind of a storm going on at his house when we were recording the audio for this podcast. So you'll hear it kind of slow down and then speed back up. That is just his internet connection not doing too well in the storm. So with that being said, please enjoy my conversation with the amazing Philip Labonte. <laughs> It's all good. Actually, the really shitty part of this is my computer was not recording any of your audio. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> so now that, that we're recording, um, if we can get into that one more time, that'd be awesome. If sure. not, I completely that's understand. Fine. So that's fine. For, for my listeners, I'm going to have to edit this part out. Uh, I was... I was talking to Phil about how I couldn't find the video of him on InfoWars and you were getting into an explanation. This is the third time he's going to do this, so let's hope third time is the actual charm. So go ahead, Phil. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Alex Jones got scrubbed from the internet, and, or at least from the, you know, respectable parts of the internet. Um, I don't think that makes, I don't think that makes the people that uh, want to listen to Alex Jones uh, any less likely to go search him out. Um, I also don't, I'm not a pearl clutcher, so I don't think Alex Jones is uh, is some kind of significant danger. Um, I think he's a clown. I think that I think I feel like most of the people that watch Alex Jones or watched Infowars understand that he's a clown. He's a jester. That yeah. his 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 shtick is a shtick. Yeah. Um. 
you know, he's he was hilarious when he went on Joe Rogan's uh, podcast. The, the the value in Alex Jones is that he's a clown. He's a jester. You know, he's he's funny. And that's why I went on, you know, and, and I would say he's you know, each other up every on the holidays and stuff. But, you know, he was polite to me and we, we had some had some laughs and stuff. And so, you know, that that was the whole point of going on is to be able to say, yo, man, I was on Alex Jones, dude, check it out and make, you know, and laugh about it. Um, but apparently the, there are some stick in the mud people that, uh, that, you know, think that that's a bridge too far. So you, when you said that, like, he's a meme, like, do you think in, in your personal opinion, do you think that like, he's just doing this as a gag or do you, or is that really Alex Jones? I mean, he's kind of bombastic as I understand it. I don't know the guy. I've never met him. Yeah. So I couldn't say for sure. Um, I assume that there's a certain amount of uh, earnestness that, that comes with, with his shtick. But I think he that, was absolutely insane on Rogan. Yeah. I mean, he, <laughs> he he's... He's pretty hilarious. Um, you know, I mean, he, he's entertaining as hell, you know, and, and I feel like that's where his, that's where, that's, that's where his value is. That's why people watch him. I don't think that there's, I don't think the majority of, of his audience is people that are like, I believe Alex Jones is right. And, you know, he, you know, we got to do something about these frogs turning gay. <laughs> I All just, right. I don't believe it. I think there, I'm sure that there are, are plenty of crazy, you know, people on the internet that, that will say that. And I'm sure that there's enough to seem like there's a lot of people that believe that he's serious or, or, or believe him seriously. I still don't think that just because it seems like that, that it's actually a lot of people that take him serious. I feel like the vast majority of people understand he's a joke and and you know i mean maybe i'm wrong i i i don't have some kind of inside knowledge on the the minds of people that i don't know that listen yeah. to alex jones but I, I just it's to me it seems so over the top and so ridiculous even if he does believe the stuff that he says most of your most people are pretty reasonable and and i feel like most people would be like all right he's he's crazy or he's at least you know a clown and and i watch this for the lulls yeah. Well, I mean, with with everything kind of going on right now, uh, it's I'm I'm almost like glad <laughs> that there's no Alex Jones because there's already crazy enough fucking conspiracies that people are sharing. But he's still out there. No, Infowars is still a site. Yeah, I know, but it's not as it's not as popular. You know, it's not on TV anymore. You know, and most like you said, most of his videos kind of get scrubbed from the nicer parts of the internet, so it's a little bit harder to find his stuff. I know his website is still up because, like I said, I was searching for your video, and there was a column on it on Infowars.com, but there was like that little gray box that was like, "Oh, this video has been removed" or yeah, or whatever. But uh, you know, <laughs> there. I mean. I'm definitely not trying to dog any any group of people in particular, but there has kind of been like at like outlandish claims I've kind of seen crawling all over the internet, especially Facebook. Um, I got rid of that stuff years ago. You know what? I'm not far behind you, dude. Like, <laughs> I, 
<laughs> I got rid of it. I got rid of it. I mean, it was, it's kind of a selfish reason why I got rid of it. I got rid of it because I, you know, when I found out that they were, they were selling your information, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, so you're already making money off of me. And then whenever I put stuff up on my, my, my personal page, not my personal page, but my, my, my public Philip like Bondi page. page. Yeah. yeah, like it wasn't getting into into the people that follows me, you know, into the feeds of the people that follow me. And I'm like, what am I doing here? Like I'm sitting here giving, you know, giving all this information to Facebook. They're selling it. They're making money off me there. And then I put stuff into onto my page and it doesn't get into the feeds of the people that follow me. So unless I pay them, they're looking to, you know, they're looking to double dip. And I was like, this literally doesn't benefit me anymore. And I was just like, all right, I'm out of here, you know. So yeah, I actually had a really like uh, it was a, it was a civil conversation. Let's just start there, because uh, a lot of conversations don't seem to really be civil if you disagree anymore. Um, Unfortunately, yeah. So I had I had a, I had a, a civil conversation with an A and R guy uh, who works for a guitar company, and because uh, I this was a couple years ago, probably around the time that you probably deactivated your Facebook because I was talking about like, you know, how are smaller bands that don't make the money that that even mid-tier bands make, how are they able to, you know, if their audience is like, you know, say if a band has like 3,000 likes, you know, and they put out content on their Facebook, on their Facebook page, and it's like, unless they pay, they can only reach 10% of that, you know? If that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like ten percent of three thousand. I mean, uh, it's, it's it's rough. You know, three hundred people, maybe if you're lucky, you could see that. Unless you put more money into a company that's already, like you said, making money off of your information, making yeah. money off advertisements, you know, and and any other data that you know we don't know about, you know, mm-hmm. and. uh and I'm kind of starting to notice that a little bit with Instagram since now it's owned by Facebook. Yep. There's kind of like a, the uh, the algorithm, if you will. Yep. And uh, it's, I mean, nowadays, especially during, you know, we're in like what, month six or seven of uh, COVID-19, you know, there's really no other places unless you have a following, but even then you still need to promote these new places. Like I know you're doing Twitch and YouTube now, Yeah, you know, and it just, you can't seem to reach (laughs) the vast number of your fan base because, Oh, you didn't pay to boost this post. You didn't pay to, you know, make sure that all your subscribers (laughs) can see what you're doing. Yeah. I think it's terrible. Like I, I, it blows my mind that that people continue to you know use these platforms um i recently had the got the message from instagram that i had to change from my regular page to whatever their oh you know, yeah their business their their um i got the yeah. same message cuz i've had a regular account and they're like oh we're not going to show you analytics starting october october the 1st unless you switch because you and I have verified Instagram accounts they're yeah. like unless you switch to a business account yeah and i never ever pay attention to analytics right like i never look at who, the only analytics that i look at the only kind of number stuff that i look at from that is i will look at how many people looked at my story i don't look at at 
at the analytics of it, I just see, okay, I put up a story and 2000 people saw it. And I'm like, well, less than 10% of the people that follow me see my stories. And it's, it's, it tends to be the same people. Yeah. You know, so, uh, and, and of those, you know, of that number that see them, you know, there's a certain amount that's just garbage, like, you know, pay for fans and, oh, blah, 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 check out my vagina on this website, blah, 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 kind of thing. And it's like, <laughs> all right, well, Instagram's become pretty freaking worthless too. So why am I here? And I, I, I wish that I could encourage more people to drop these, these, uh, these apps, these, these companies and just, just get away from them. Um, and, and, you know, I'm, like you said, I have a, a, a Twitch and a, a YouTube page that I've been putting more time into and I'm trying to grow these platforms and, and the other platforms that I have aren't really all that helpful in trying to grow, you know, these, the other, the new platforms, uh, you know, I can't, I can't post something on like the all that remains Facebook page has over a million followers. And if I post, put a link up on my, on the all that remains page on the, on the Facebook page, like it's not going to go to a hundred thousand people, even, yeah. even if it was 10%, it'd be killer. I'd be like, great. I'll, I would love it, but it, it doesn't, it'll go, you know, it's going to go to a handful of people. So it's, it becomes pointless to have these things. And the only reason you have it is so that way when people do a search that, that, you know, if they specifically are searching for you, it comes up, but it's, it's not, it doesn't benefit, uh, like you said, smaller uh, creators at all. And uh -huh. it doesn't benefit them at all. If you've got, you know, if you've only got 10,000 people on your, uh, you know, your Instagram page and you're trying to grow some other, you know, some other platform or you've only got a few thousand people on your YouTube page or whatever, the, and it doesn't reach all the people that have f clicked like and follow, it, it really does become pointless to have it. And these, these, gigantic massive companies really are just you know they they treat the people on their platforms as they're they're just farming you for dollars they're farming you for information and so and and i don't want to get too in depth with with how bad and and devious uh um facebook is but people may not know this so i'm going to take the opportunity to tell them uh if if you don't have a facebook page you still have a ghost page and what that is, is it's a Facebook page built for you that you don't even have to have anything to do with. Every time your friend that has your name and phone number in their phone allows Facebook to access their, uh, their phone book in their phone, they take all the numbers and all the names. So that, that means that they get your name and your phone number. Hmm. Now, if there's another person that has your name and your phone number and they allow Facebook to access their phone, then they've got two instances of, of your name and your phone number. So they say that's a real person and they create a Facebook profile for that person, a, a ghost profile. And Is so searchable, like in, uh, in the search not, bar, not in the front end on the, it's a back end thing for Facebook. Okay. So, so it's, it, 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 they, they've, they, the, this information, has gotten out that they do that, but they don't talk about it or whatever. But anytime, so now that they've got a number and a name and anyone goes to, uh, you know, goes somewhere and checks in with blah, 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 and you, well, that means that they track you as well or they're, they've tracked you. So now they not only, and you didn't have to give any of this information up because it's not your, it's not 
technically your information. When you gave them your phone number and your name, mm -hmm. it became their information. So when Facebook says, can we access your phone book? They're giving Facebook their information. It doesn't matter that you didn't want Facebook to have it. Yeah. Facebook has gotten approval from the person that the, the third, you know, the third party. Or Facebook is a third party, but they got approval from a person that you gave approval to. So they create a, a ghost profile for, you know, you or, or whatever. And then if you if anyone goes and checks in with you and your name is there, they'll go ahead and they'll apply that name to this person was possibly there. So even though and, th and this is something that is it's something that all of the big, uh, you know, all the big Internet companies will do or do on some level. Google is the worst or Alphabet is, is the worst and Facebook is is yeah, at least as bad. Um, but, you know, the ability to say that I don't want Facebook to have my information, uh, that's not really an option anymore. So like you, like everyone knows how hard it is to close a Facebook profile or to, oh, to, yeah. to get to delete a Facebook profile. Like I wouldn't, I went through a bunch of steps and I'm sure that if I went and plugged in my email address to Facebook, they'd be, they'd bring my page back up and be like, Hey, welcome back. You know? So that's <laughs> yeah. something that people should know, you know, is, is if you are allowing people to have your phone number and your name, if you're giving your, you give it out to your friends, if they op if they allow Facebook to access their uh, phone book, Facebook is getting your information. And if multiple people have your number and your name and have, have uh, allowed Facebook access, then there is a ghost profile of you on, on Facebook servers. Just ripped worn and ready to open yep. up. Yep. And, and, they, and again, you may, you'll never know it. Like they, yep. wouldn't, they wouldn't be like, oh, hey, we know that you were here and here and here. They would never say that if you decided to open up a, a Facebook page. But it's, a, it's, it's, it's part of the, the uh, surveillance apparatus that, that uh, um, Facebook and, and Google and stuff do. They, and they, for, for them, it's all, it's all for advertisement. So that way they can say, look, we know this many people that do these kind of things. Yeah. You know, it, it's not like it's not like they're they're giving it to the government so the government can track you. That's not the case at all. But they will work with the government if you break the law. Yeah. So. Well, going going back to the conversation I had with my friend and uh, when I was saying like, oh, for smaller bands, it's a lot harder, you know, and they're like, well, Facebook is a free service. I'm like, yeah, but they're still making money off of people who can't reach their fans yeah. Yeah, and the product. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And uh, so with like this like ghost profile, because I, I, I didn't I didn't know that, you know, and um, I'm definitely not like uh, trying to like pander or anything like that. But uh, it kind of makes me laugh with all the people. I mean, I don't know where you stand on this. So <laughs> depending on where you do, um, I think it's kind of funny that they think they're trying to track uh, track us with a with the covid vaccine when they've been yeah. tracking us for years to begin with. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, I mean, if you're self if you have a smartphone, I mean, don't people watch fucking like criminal minds or you know, uh yeah. any like police show like those motherfuckers know where you are. If 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 tell if if tv shows. So I to give you a little to give a context, right? If you watch movies with gunfights and you hang out with people that actually shoot guns, they will tell you all the time, all of the gun stuff is all garbage. 
except yeah. for John Wick. It's yeah. the only movie that gets it right. Uh, except, and, and, except for the blood splatter. And that's part of why everybody in the gun world is like, John Wick is great, blah, 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 because they actually count the rounds. Yeah. Okay, okay, they're that wrong about guns. If you watch doctor shows with a real doctor, the doctors probably, you know, they're going to be like, that's crap, that's crap, that's crap. And you can poke holes because they're not trying to accurately portray anything. They're trying to show you uh, a story and the, the stuff about whether it be guns or doctors or, or logging or whatever, whatever the, uh, surrounding the story, all that stuff doesn't matter. That's just a vehicle to, uh, to, to move the story along. So if they're that wrong about, you know, whatever, then they're, they're at least that wrong about the information that is collected from your cell phone. They're at least that wrong about what the, what people, what, what the, the technology companies can do with your phone. So like, and it could be on either side of it. You know what I mean? Like it could be like, Oh, there's a lot less shit that they can get. Mm, Or it's like, or it's like, yo, like there's a lot more. Cause I mean, dude, I, I, I've, I've worked in it. I know how a pinging signal works. You know, when you Mm -hmm. jump, when you're in one room into the another and you jump from access point to access point, so you can continue that stream of, of, of Wi-Fi. It's literally like a fraction of a second. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, my ex-wife works in, worked in, uh, she had a cyber, uh, she worked in cybersecurity for the feds. So she, she had a contract. Yeah. She contracted with the DOD. So, like she had a top seat, she had TSSEI clearance and, and, and she, so she was like, look, you know, if, if, if you're going to talk about certain things, make sure that you're outside of the house and make sure that your phones are inside of the house. Or, you know, you, you don't talk about certain things with your phones in the room, you know, because they're, they, I mean, your phone is always listening, whether you, whether you realize it or not, your phone is always listening. And the, uh, the proof of that is targeted say, advertising. Well, just say, hey, Siri, you know, and watch your phone do something. I can, I'll make everybody watching there, watching right now. Hey, Siri. Now, everybody who's, who's, whose phone, who's got their cell phone near them that, that hurt mine. One of my phones just did, you know, just was like, hey, what do you want, Phil? You know, and I moved away so that, so that it was a little quiet. Like that will set your fo- set phones off. So they're, they're definitely always listening. They're oh, listening yeah. for keywords. So. Yeah, I have, a, I have, a, I don't even know why I have it. I think because, you know, I'm, I got it for free for having a, a premium Spotify account, but I have one of those little uh, Google Homes. Oh boy! I would never put one of those in my house. <laughs> now, I, it's bad enough with my cell phone. Uh, I, would, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put an Amazon one, a Google one. Uh, ever since, ever since I saw those videos of them just having bugs and doing creepy things like laughing and stuff, I'm all set. Last thing I need is to be walking through my house in the middle of the night and hear my my Amazon home just go. <laughs> You're crazy well, shit like that. So I was watching. What was I watching? I just recently started um, subscribing to Shutter, which is a, a horror yeah. uh, streaming mm-hmm. service. I don't remember what movie I was watching, but like it was a pretty tense movie, and they said something about Google, 
And my fucking home was like, how can I help you? And I'm just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> exactly, right? Like, just like, whoa, you know? I don't want that. that I, just on the chance of it, just start talking without me expecting it and scaring me enough to pee my pants, that's a good enough reason to not have it. Yeah. And I mean, I, I get, I definitely get where you're coming from and where a lot of people, like, are coming from again. I don't I like if I had a good reason for it I would tell you but I think it's just cuz I got it for free I'm just <laughs> like oh whatever I mean granted your privacy is super important um when it comes to like my internet searches I mean I'm using a MacBook so it's not like I'm you know hitting some some deep web yeah gross you're gross not, you're like not jumping the, yeah, using Tor and getting into deep web. Yeah, I get it. So it's like I like I typically won't really care, like unless it like starts getting too weird, which it has a couple times. And I, I just kind of mentioned this while you were talking, is uh, people still don't understand targeted advertising. So sure. for people who don't know what targeted advertising is, and this goes back to what Phil was saying about your phones and your devices are listening. Um, if you happen to mention something that you're looking at, like, uh, I was talking to, this was a couple years ago. I was talking to my friend about watches. Like we both had our phones in our pockets, you know, we were outside. Um, and I remember later on that day, I opened my phone and, um, I'm on Facebook or whatever. And I'm like, I start seeing adverts for, for watches and it gets and it's gotten to be more and more like yeah the one thing i th i do think is hilarious though is if you're on facebook instagram whatever um and you've already bought something from amazon and then you start getting ads for that same thing that you already purchased <laughs> from amazon i'm like all right guys you got to get ahead of the curve on this one like <laughs> i already I bought that as I understand it, or some of the things that I've heard about it, is that uh, it's part of it is their ability to predict what you're going to do by your past uh, past activities. So the algorithms have gotten so good that they'll they're able to guess. And, and, and it's, a, it's a confirmation, or it's, it's sometimes a confirmation bias thing. So you think that it heard you, or so, and I'm not saying that it didn't, yeah. but, the, but as I, what, the way it was explained to me is, you think that it heard you because you were talking about something and then you saw an ad for it. Mm -hmm. But what you don't, and, and so because you were talking about it and saw the ad, you're like, oh my goodness, it must have been listening. But you don't think about the fact that there were probably 10 ads that you didn't even notice because you didn't, because it didn't apply to you. It wasn't something that you actually wanted. You weren't talking about it. They just went through and you knew it never occurred to you at all. You just didn't see them. But the one that you saw that you were talking about, it seems like it's, it's, it's listening to you when really what it's doing is trying to guess what ads you are, you're going to respond to. And you, you notice the ones that you were talking about because you were talking about it and the other 10 or 50 that go by that you don't notice completely oblivious you don't too. notice yeah yeah you're oblivious and it doesn't it doesn't add up to you and you don't notice it's just that the they 
they ever they get it right and you notice when they get it right when they get it wrong you don't notice mm -hmm. you feel me yeah well because i was noticing that like uh someone again and i need to stay off facebook so much but um get rid of it man <laughs> i was get noticing that like someone had posted a thing they're like you guys don't realize this but every four posts on facebook is an ad and then i read that and I'm not even shitting you. I scrolled for the next five minutes, didn't see an ad at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't claim to know exactly how the, the stuff works. I can only tell you the things that I've heard and the things that seem to make sense. Yeah. Uh, but I know that me being on Facebook uh, is, it be, became less and less beneficial to me and I know for a fact that they're still selling my information. So I was just like, screw you guys. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. And it, 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 the only thing that like, I'm kind of like, oh, fuck, I know I should probably get off Facebook, but I feel like as a personal page, like not, not like a like page, but like having a personal page, I'm actually able to reach a little bit more than if I were to only have that that like page. Because there's yeah. certain people who, you know, who are fans of the band who, you know, and I I don't know how the algorithm works because I had posted like three or four things two days ago. Because, you know, I, I started, restarted the podcast. I've been doing YouTube videos. And I, uh, I put up another post like, oh, hey, like, you know, here are my, here are my, uh, um, here are my guests for the next week. You know, if you want to sponsor the podcast and then someone commented it who was like, these posts were like pretty much like one right after another. And, um, someone had like, Oh, where's the link to the podcast? I'm like, Oh, it's just a few. It's just right on my page. And like, Oh, I can't find it. And I go back and I'm just like, Oh, I guess that that post was blocked. But funny enough, actually, l let me check this really quick. Cause I know I did a post about having you on the show let me see uh no okay for some reason i thought that i was able to tag tag you but i was just only i was able to tag all that remains i wasn't able to tag you were the only one i wasn't able to tag yeah i uh i i do that on purpose <laughs> I'm, I, I'm happy to hear it i'm sorry to say I, it makes me happy that you weren't able to tag me on on, on facebook because i don't want to be on there at all well i know that there was because uh, typically, if I go to tag somebody on on Facebook, like if I don't know them, know them, I always tend to look for the checkmark page. Sure. Just because, I mean, fuck, we get it. I, I, I want to say we, but like Tommy gets it all the time. Like fake yep. profiles coming onto our, our Facebook page trying to scam our fans. Yeah, totally. And uh, I've, I've, I've had to come on, you know, to either Instagram or Facebook. I'm just like, listen, guys, please just be diligent. Like, yeah. if you go to a Tommy Vex Facebook page and there's, like, one follower or it's got a, a bunch of friends <laughs> that, aren't, that aren't the band or people in the music industry... Or hot <laughs> chicks is probably not Tommy. Yeah, right. Like I, there's I'm, one follower. <laughs> yeah, like I've I can't even tell you how many times I've 
like I would get messages from fans. They're like, oh, this this page is trying to like scam me, your fans and all this stuff. So I try to be as diligent as I can because I help run the band Instagram as well. So I'll go through and, you know, if it's like if it seems like, oh, this is actually bad, then I'll report it to our social media guy. Sure. You know, and have have management help take the account down. But for the most part, there's really not a whole lot I can do. It's just being diligent. And like, if you think, for the most part, if you think that, you know, you're some random person in some ra- any part of the world and, you know, Tommy Vexed or Phil Labonte is messaging you for no reason, it's probably not them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just just to say, hey, check out my uh, my you know whatever my new uh, uh, this is this is my personal page pills. where I where I where I connect with where I connect with my fans on a more personal level. That yeah, that one I get I get people sending me emails. Hey, this uh, or especially on Instagram, you know, again because Instagram is you know just an extension of Facebook, so that's it's kind of where most of the normies hang out, and uh, so you know. They're like, oh, hey, uh, I got this person sent me this e this message, and I just wanted to check if it was you. And it's like, look, if it doesn't have the uh, the verified thing, it's not me. And I certainly am not reaching out to people just to hang out uh, and talk. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm a bit too introverted for that. Yeah, there, there there's a term for that because I've I've talked about that a few a few times. I'm an introverted. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm an introverted extrovert. Yeah, yeah. Or an extroverted introvert. That that's the one because I'm like when I'm at home, I'm I'm at home. Like you can yeah. ask the guys in the band. Like even when it's not COVID outside, you know, <laughs> it's COVID outside. <laughs> Dude, oh, so uh, so before before we did the podcast, I went I just went down the street to the gas station and I fucking there's like two, you know, you, you were talking about weather before we started and. There's like two massive fires. There's one in uh, kind of near where like the Glen Helen Amphitheater is near like Big Bear up in like this in the San Gabriel Valley, which was started by a gender reveal party. I saw that. God, that's so stupid. God, and so then, just uh, make a phone call. Just make a phone call. Text, just send Facebook. a text message. Yeah, Facebook. there you go. Facebook. God. <laughs> now, now you've burnt up half half of California. I hope you're proud of yourself. Dicks. And then there's another one which is the Bobcat Fire, which is the Angeles Crest Forest, which, so if you look at Los Angeles in the scheme of like, you know, here's Hollywood, here's the valley. I'm not sure how familiar with the valley you are. Um, So there's this mountain range that's like, so that mountain range that's just north of the valley, that's the Angeles Crest Forest. Okay. So there's some, some fire over there. And yeah, most fires get started by people doing stupid shit you know i typically know as a california resident you know and 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 unfortunately as a smoker i know not to flick my butts out the window i quit smoking it's been a year now and it's the best decision i've ever i've made in a long time you know california is banning menthol cigarettes so i'm probably gonna be on that why are they banning menthol cigarettes (laughs) so you know because uh it's flavored tobacco and they're they're getting rid of every 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 type of flavored tobacco because uh like flavored tobacco cigarillos 
or uh, jewel pods or vape juice is pandering to children. Oh my God. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, you know what? It, it, it pissed me off really bad when I found out because, you know, when we went to Canada in 2000. Oh my God, I'm going to have to drive to Arizona. <laughs> When 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 we went to when we went to Canada, oh, are you still there, Phil? Hello. Ah, I'm here. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Sorry. Um, so when we went to Canada in 2018 with Three Days Grace, um, I was like, oh, you know, I don't need to bring cigarettes with me like I do to Australia or Europe. Um, because I'm like, it's Canada, you know, they're, they're, they're you know, our upstairs neighbors. Em. They got them. Yeah. No, <laughs> our upstairs all across, neighbors. <laughs> I like that. All across Canada, they had banned menthol cigarettes. And a bunch of places in Europe, too. And I'm just like, how, I was like, how can you ban a flavored cigarette and not just ban cigarettes? I, I get it. I get it. Like, if, if you're just going to be like... Oh, you know that thing that you like that's really not healthy? Like, we're going to take the flavors that you like away, but we're still going to sell you the death stick. Yeah. I I mean, I'm not I'm I'm I mean, I'm not a fan of banning anything uh at all. Um really. I can't think of anything that I'm I think should be banned off the top of my head. Uh you know, but when they ban it arbitrary ban ban things arbitrarily like that, then it just becomes you know, it just really just it drives home how stupid banning things is to me. And and again, I'm not you know I quit smoking because it's terrible for you. They're definitely the death sticks. You know they're they're awful. Um, but you know it's it's your life. If you if you want to smoke and you you make the the uh if in your estimation smoking cigarettes is is worth the risk then you should be able to do it um i wouldn't and say I certainly it's worth the risk it was just a really stupid habit i picked up at a really young age and uh that that's fair I've, too i i i've i've tried to quit before i remember it was a couple years ago around december no it was november i think of like 2016 and um cuz i have asthma and I had an allergy-induced asthma attack. And I was I was staying at my old drummer's house, and he had like fucking 50 cats. Not really, it was like five. But if if I'm around a lot of cat hair, then that, that because my asthma is allergy-induced. Sure. Um, and then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna just try to quit smoking, you know? And I quit for six months, and then I remember there was just one day where I'm like, you know what? I'm a fucking asshole right now. <laughs> I am I'm meaner to people than I've ever been in my entire life. I'm yeah. miserable every fucking day. Like, and all I want is to smoke. And this was before I started smoking menthols. And like, mm. <laughs> I started smoking menthols because I quit smoking and then started smoking again. And when I tried a regular cigarette, it was like, get this dirt stick out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, when I was smoking, I, I always had a, it was always a, a cigarette and something to drink because that, uh, I, I get what you're saying. That kind of just that aftertaste of smoking a, a regular cigarette just kind of was like, meh, you know, 
I mean, it's super unhealthy for me, but like, yo, one of my favorite things is like in the morning, like just grabbing like an ice cold monster from the fridge and just going yeah. and ripping a butt outside. Dude, I used to, I, I'm, 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 I'm in the same boat. When I was smoking cigarettes, I would, I would wake up in the morning and I, I would grab a Red Bull, preferably a 12 to 16 ounce one, and suck down two cigarettes in that Red Bull in the morning, and that would just, you know, get me going. And we can probably change the subject right now if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I, I want a cigarette. No. Uh, but seriously, it's terrible for you. It sucks. It it's is. not. It's it definitely is. not cool. You know. No. No, it's um, but dude, a year that I, I I can only make half that. So, kudos kudos to you. And since we're Thank on the you. subject of of banning things, there's a couple things that I wanted to talk about, which I know that you are a lot more knowledgeable than I am. Um, mainly just because in the light of the election, I've been seeing again. I need to fucking stay off Facebook so much. Um, <laughs> I saw this one post, and for some reason, I haven't really been. I'm not going to say the word triggered. I'm going to say irked. Okay. Because I think people take that word completely out of context. There, there's a bunch of words that have been absolutely ruined and yes. triggered is one of them. So there are certain things that I see and I just feel irked by them. And uh, one of the posts was um, Trump banned TikTok before he banned semi-automatic rifles did he even ban tiktok i don't think he actually did that he was trying to make Talk, it yeah. yeah uh and i mean we haven't heard anything since since the week yeah. after that people are still using tiktok because yeah. you know he was banning them because tiktok is doing the exact same thing that facebook is doing uh, i, I the, the the for the, the reason that i yeah the, the reason that i find justification is because there is no distinction between companies the chinese companies and the chinese communist party so anything that the, the chinese company or chinese communist party wants from a company they're going to get if you remember when apple or when the feds went to apple and said look you have to unlock this iphone oh yeah or you know and apple told them you know pound sand they were like no we're not going to do this we're not going to build this into our stuff because then it, it compromises all of the the uh, the security for all of our iPhones. No, it's not going to happen. Straight yeah. up, and that is a good thing. Now, you can you can have your opinions on terrorists, and you can have your opinions on whether or not companies should uh, should work with the feds or not. But that doesn't happen in China. In China, the Chinese Communist Party says do this, and the Chinese and Chinese companies say okay. That's it. There is yeah. because if not, the Chinese Communist Party throws everyone at the company in jail and kills their families and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and that might be a little bit hyperbolic, but they definitely throw people in jail. I don't know if they kill people's families. But yeah. um, so that, you know, that's that's a distinct thing about America that's better than China. <laughs> you know, you can actually have companies that can tell the government to go pound sand and the government doesn't just go kick in their door and put everyone in jail. So. Well, yeah, I remember when that was happening. That was actually for the. Uh, it was it was out here, I believe. That was for the the San yeah. Bernardino shooting. Yep. Um, which was at a church, I believe. I think so. Um, but uh, yeah, I remember. I because at this point, I was listening to a lot of AM radio, and uh, you know, this was this was pre pre Trump. I'm I'm pretty sure. So people weren't talking yeah, about weren't talking about the big D all the time. 
yeah. which is yeah. actually the reason why I stopped listening. <laughs> I got tired of hearing his name. <laughs> <laughs> Fair um, enough. Um, but, and then people were like, oh, Apple, like there were, cause there was, you know, maybe not as, as much as if, if that would have happened right now, you know, cause there's this whole, um, fuck, what's his name? I'm so, I'm willfully just so unprepared right now. Um, that the shooter, uh, Kyle, whatever, Kyle, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's this whole thing between Kyle Rittenhouse, um, and again, I'm fucking. Who's there was a, a black gentleman I, who got shot in the back seven times. I don't, I don't know his name. I don't remember what his name is, but he was, he was. I don't, I don't remember what his name was. He, uh, but that was the guy that actually got shot that started the riots in in the Kenosha area. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So it's like you know, if it was something like that, there would be like there, it would. People would be like, oh, Apple needs to let people, uh, let the government have access to phones of yeah. people who committed these bad crimes. And then other people would be like, no, what are you doing? Like, yeah. Then they would literally have everything that you don't want. People are people are very, very short-sighted. So, like, like we're talking about this, this particular uh, thing. There were a lot of people that were very much like, no, that Apple has to give the government blah, 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 blah. And, and they have to let it happen and da-da-da. They're anti-American, yada, yada. And in my opinion, that's the most American thing they could do is tell the government to, you know, piss up a rope. Um, And had the president been Donald Trump at that time. Jacob Blake, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The the guy who was shot in Kenosha, Jacob Blake. Yes. Um, Had had the president been Donald Trump when the federal government was saying, hey, you have to give us this information. People would have been, no, don't give it to Donald Trump and da 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 da. da. Uh, but because it was because it was Barack Obama, people were like, oh, blah blah blah. You have to, and you can't. And and so people people aren't principled and consistent in their in their their. Oh no, you know what they <laughs> want and stuff. It, it, it's it's inc- incredibly unprincipled, and it drives me nuts. No, and it's just, like you said, just a lack of inconsistency, even with like people like. Three yep. or like four years ago, three years, no, four or five years ago, I don't remember having as many people who are Trump supporters as friends as I feel like I do now. And I'm not sure if that's like the case of, oh, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. Because, you know, people like, oh, Biden's creepy. And, you know, just honestly, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, Biden has been talking about that I'm I'm not into, you know, like yeah. I'm not into classifying AR-15s that are semi-auto fire into the into the um, assault weapons ban. I really, yeah. you know, I believe if a police and I'm, and I'm talking about strictly police officers, I'm not talking about our military. I'm talking about the people who keep the peace in this country. I should be allowed to carry, and this is my opinion, what our peace officers are carrying. You know that the police can have machine guns, right? I see. Well, then we should be able to have machine guns. Yeah, we should. We actually, technically, we can, but we can't have new ones. If you have, if you want to buy a machine gun, it has to have been produced before 1986, and the uh, National Firearms Act uh, applies. So you have to have fingerprints and passport photos, and all that has to be approved by the ATF, and it takes a long 
time. There are only 250-ish thousand transferable machine guns on the register in the United States. Mm -hmm. So there's only so oh, there's only about 250,000 machine guns that you can own. Uh, so that means that the price goes through the roof. So yeah. it's pro it is prohibitively expensive for your average person to own a machine gun. But if you got the bread and you want one, you can get one. Is that like because recently I've been seeing kind of an influx of AK-47s. Uh, the 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 in the AKs that you're seeing are likely not fully automatic AK-47s. Yeah. Um, and also the what I said about the legality of machine guns that is federal. There are states where you're not allowed to where like where they won't let you own machine guns without California. other stipulation. Probably most likely California. New York, uh, yeah. Massachusetts, Jersey, you know, the, the usual suspect, Illinois, the usual yeah. suspects. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's funny because I was I, I, I posted something about this not too long ago, mainly because I wanted people to I wanted to have a conversation about it with people who understood a lot more than I do. Uh, I've been a gun, a gun owner for a long time, but I've been recently more into you know, like I want more firearms. So I'm like, okay, I need to get up to speed on my, not only my state's law, but my county's law. Yeah. Because the, the county laws in Los Angeles could be, are completely different from the county laws. Once you get into like, say Bakersfield or Sacramento, you know what I mean? I, I was not aware of that, but it, it does make sense that California would be like that. But I, I, I wouldn't be, you know, I don't know anything about California state so, laws. I could, if I lived just outside the Los Angeles County line, mm -hmm. um, more north than south, but I'm pretty sure, sure. it might be a little bit easier um, than it is in LA if you're down south. But so if I lived outside of Los Angeles County, I would be able to most likely get a concealed carry permit. But in Los Angeles County, because the sheriff, it's it's the county sheriff who's like in charge yeah. of the issuing and, officer. Yeah, the issue. Yeah, he's kind of in charge um, of issuing that permit, and I could go through a whole bunch of loops and jumps. I mean, I know a couple people who are you know like actual celebrities who are able to get a CCW because they're like, yo, I'm I'm in entertainment and I get you know hounded or whatever. And, you know, I know somebody who I don't, we're not close, but he's an acquaintance, but he was like, oh yeah, I got a CCW for Los Angeles County, but it's because I'm a celebrity. Yeah. Now, normal or Joes like myself would not be able to get a concealed carry permit in Los Angeles. But if I go 250 miles up the road, I could, I could get one. Yep. So it's, it's based on the county, which and our laws are changing all the time. Like, they, uh, I'm not sure. I haven't, I haven't looked up this week because that's how often the laws seem to change. Probably. Uh, <laughs> California, uh, again, had said that limiting uh, magazine capacity is unconstitutional. So yeah. we were able to, uh, companies were willing to send, you know, 30, mount, uh, 30 round mags. For ARs or twenty round mags for you know pistols that can hold twenty, yep. And then, but then there was like all these like weird stipulations, and I'm not sure if it went back because we had Freedom Week last year as well. I think it was in April of 
2019, where we were <laughs> able to go to a gun store, legally purchase 20 round, 20 round mags, 30 round mags, 60 round drums, and it yeah. was and it was legal. So when I had when I did this post, I was asking specifically about the AR-15 because our laws are fucking weird. If you want a pistol grip, you can't have the 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 barrel can't be longer than 16 inches. Yeah, that's a, that's actually a federal law. If you if you uh, have if you have a, a any any rifle that has a barrel longer or shorter than 16 inches has to be registered with the ATF under the National Firearms Act as a short barreled rifle. When they when they released the pistol braces that go on the back of AR-15s and, and a, a bunch of other uh, guns, that threw all of those laws into chaos. And it, it's made things much more difficult to understand. But federally, what you're, or what you're talking about is the a barrel length of a rifle must be longer than 16 inches or else it is considered a short barreled rifle and has to be registered with the ATF federally not with California so that's gotcha. only federal okay yeah so you have to you have to have you know the barrel a certain length and yeah and then you have to fight with the ATF yeah yeah i've got i've got i've got four different uh uh NFA items, what they, what they call NFA items. I have two short barrel rifles and I have two suppressors. Uh, so, you know, I've got my face and fingerprints on file with the federal government four different times for four different things. When people say, oh, I want someone that, if, if people are going to own guns, I want someone that, it, you know, is well-trained and, and has gone through the safety checks and blah, blah, blah. I, I already told you about the fact that my ex-wife had a... Uh, a clearance with the feds that means that i get checked out by the feds as well yeah. um and all of my all of my paperwork is on file with them when people say they want someone that trains and is is checked out by the feds they're talking about me i'm yeah. a, you know former military i've got i go to training every single at least once a year usually multiple times a year i'm going to some kind of class yeah. uh i'm on file like i said on file with the feds multiple times fingerprints passport photos, et cetera, et cetera. When they're talking about it, they want someone that's that's vetted and checked out. They are talking about me. I am extremely checked over, you know, so. And there's, so I'm not sure if, if this goes with the federal law. Again, I haven't brushed up on my laws more recently. I've been kind of focusing more on the California. So on your, on your short-barreled rifles that have the pistol grip, are you able to have a longer buttstock that can shoot from the shoulder? Uh, yes, because I have, because they are short barreled rifles that are registered with the, uh, with the ATF, I can do whatever I want. I can put a pistol grip on it. I can, or I can put a forward grip. I can put a, I can put whatever kind of, uh, stock on it. I can, I can make them as short as I want. I can put a, a six inch barrel, Mine are ten and a half inches uh, because that's the the length that I prefer. But uh, you, I can do whatever I want to those guns, uh, and just so long as I don't make a machine guns, uh, then I'm I'm completely within you know it's it's perfectly legal because they are registered. The other guns that I have that are not registered that are literally the exact same thing. Like I literally have 
multiple AR-15s that are the exact same thing, except for the bar- the only difference is the barrel length. If I put a, a short barrel, if I put one of my short barrels on top of one of my unregistered lowers, the ones that aren't registered as a, with the ATF, uh, then I'm breaking, then I'm committing a felony. Yeah. So in California, if you have the pistol grip, you can't have a longer buttstock to be shot from the shoulder. <laughs> okay. And, well, because if you have a pistol grip and you have an elongated buttstock, the, the, like you're getting into evil territory. And yeah. God forbid if you have a vertical grip on the front. Yeah, like, you're done. You're you're you are you are done. So if oh, and uh, the magazine, the the magwell locks if you have a pistol grip. Yeah, the the, the what is it the uh, um, bullet button they call it out there. Well, yeah. So it's so it's it's a locking magwell, and there's basically a release next to the. Um, Next to like where your your trigger finger would go when you're practicing safe trigger discipline, um, yeah. And it's a pin. You pull that pin out. It basically turns your rifle in half, and then the magazine will uh, drop out. Okay, yeah. Mind I, you, you can I, only I, have ten rounds. I mean, I don't know what the laws are. Like I said today, but you can only have ten rounds. So if you're having, to, so it makes people like myself who want to own an AR, I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to have to get a rifle grip or a fin grip because i that's the only way you can have a drop-style mag. Which means you press a button and the magazine comes out. When you have a pistol grip uh, AR in California, you have to pull the pin and basically put your gun in half to make it so yeah. you can you can put another magazine in there. So... I'm like, all right, let me look at rifle grips and fin grips. And I'm just like, you know what? I don't care. Rifle grip, I don't care. I can shoot from the shoulder, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's not as, you know, might not be as, like, nice to look at. Might not be as nice feeling as a pistol grip. But it's like, at least I can have most, or not most, but some of the other features that I would rather prefer. Yeah. Like yeah. being able to push a button and the magazine comes out. Yeah. Because <laughs> I only have 10. So if I do get into some sort of firefight, um, I'm going to have to reload <laughs> like four, uh, well, four times. Well, I mean, you hope. You, you hope you get the chance. <laughs> yes. And uh, so when I... Because the ma- bad guys aren't going to... If you get into... If bad guys don't care about gun laws. So no. if, you get into, if you get into some kind of gunfight with, with someone who is... Uh, who's looking to uh, steal from you, they're going to have uh, a lot of bullets in their magazine and they're not going to, if they have a rifle, they're not going to have to worry about changing, you know, I mean, you're effed. The ba- bad guys don't worry about those laws. So Yeah. And I was trying to make that point when I was like posting to like, oh, why? Because I had mentioned something about, oh, I can't carry more, more than 10 bullets in, yeah. in, in a magazine in California. And someone asked, in a condescending way. I won't get into exactly what they said. Why do you need more than 10 bullets? Phil, I would, I would really love it if you could just take it from here. Why do, why do I need more than 10 bullets per magazine? Because if you are ever in a position where you have to use a gun, uh, you want to be able to stop the threat. That's your whole goal, is to stop the threat. And you don't know how many rounds uh, it's going to take for you to stop the threat. Um, 
You don't know how many times you're going to hit. You don't know how many times you're going to miss. How many times, how often do you go to train? How yeah. often do you get, do you, do you actually go to classes? All those things go into it. Uh, what kind of threat are you being presented with? Uh, the, the variables are far too numerous for anyone to be able to say, you will not need this with any type of credibility. If you yeah. look at the way gunfights go and you can all the there's there's a whole lot of people that have done a whole lot of studying about violence right you can look you can look this stuff up for with the fbi you can look up on youtube and watch videos of of people that you know getting gunfights for a living we've been at war the u.s has been at war since 2001 or basically mm -hmm. there are a lot of people that know a whole lot about what violence is like, what gunfights are like, what it's like when you get into contact with a bad guy, right? Yeah. And so some someone on the internet that doesn't know anything about guns saying you don't need this has 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 absolutely no idea what they're talking about. Well, um, and my response so. to their was when I said they're like, "Well, why do you need more more than more than 10 bullets?" I said, "Have you ever shot a gun?" Okay. Yeah. Have you ever shot a gun while moving? Okay. Have you ever shot a gun under duress? Have you ever shot a gun while moving while under under duress? Have you ever shot a gun while moving under duress with your life on, with you and your family's life on the line? Yeah. It, it's 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 ridiculous to say it's when people say what do you need this for and then they say well if you can't if you can't hit your target with with uh you know one, with one 10 shot. rounds yeah, with one shot or two shots. My my daddy was a hunter, and if you can't hit your target with one shot or two shots, then you shouldn't be having a gun. You are a moron. You are a, a, a total and complete moron. And the only thing that you're saying is, I don't like guns, and I don't think you should have them. That's all they're saying. They're not, mm -hmm. they're not making any kind of argument from a position of authority or, or a position of knowledge or anything. They're just letting you know that you don't like guns, that they don't like guns. And, and, and arguing with someone like that is, is, is less than productive. No, yeah. And that's, I, kind of, I kind of just stopped because yeah. it's, it's just going to piss me off. And, like, you don't know what you're going up against. Yeah. Hence, you know, like, uh, what's the old saying? Like, I use my... I use my pistol to get to my shotgun to get to my rifle. Yeah, my, my 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 pistol is to get me to my rifle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I mean, there's there's so many things that that if you if you train with a gun and and if you train, uh, there's so many things and moving parts that you realize that you won't ever realize until you actually get out on a on a range. And actually start, you know, start shooting. And 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 a range, even though it's a it's a good, it's good to train on a range. That's not reality because in reality, there could be people in front of the person shooting at you, and the person shooting you probably won't give a shit about hitting innocent people. Yeah, they're probably just going to be trying to shoot you. They don't care if they hit innocent people. But you, as a good guy, as a person that doesn't want other people to get hurt. You're going to care, so you're already at a disadvantage. You know they're trying to get you, and they don't care who they hit. And you're trying to not hit other people and just hit them. And you've never been in a gunfight. And you know when's the last time you trained? And oh shit, how do I get my gun out of my 
holster without without it getting tangled up in my my shirt and oh there's there's just so many moving parts and 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 for people to disregard that is uh i mean it's it's uh it's one heck of a thing to say oh you won't need this or you won't need that or or whatever because it's it's presuming a whole lot yeah and it's just so my my thing has always been if you have a gun and you don't get lessons on how to use it take classes you know there's there's a bunch of there's a bunch of different stuff just use you know use google even during covid there yeah. there are means of of being able to learn how to use your firearm and learn how to use it properly yep because that is every time i've gone to a gun range in southern california there's always one there's always at least one person who is not who doesn't have proper uh etiquette like yeah. I, the last time I went shooting, there was a guy literally walking around. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Put, put yeah. your gun barrel towards the <laughs> towards the target. Yeah. You can't you walk know, around with a gun. Now's a good chance. We're talking about guns, so we might as well talk about the the four basic firearm safety rules. Anytime anyone starts talking about guns or whatever, you should or or if you're interested in guns or whatever, the first thing you need to know is is the four basic firearm safety rules. And if you follow these, uh, you will never have a significant problem with your gun. Number one, keep your finger straight and off the trigger until you're on target ready to fire. Never or treat all guns as if they're loaded. Never point a gun at anything you don't, uh, you're not willing to destroy and always know what's in front of, behind uh, and around your target before you pull the trigger. If you follow those four rules, you'll, you won't ever have a negligent discharge. You won't ever hurt anybody with a gun. Number one is never point your, or the most important one is never point your gun at anything you're not willing to destroy. Yeah. treat every you know and treat every gun like it's loaded and then three is keep your finger off the straighten off the trigger and four is know what's around your target but those those four those four safety rules work in every uh in every situation and and if you follow them you'll never hurt anyone with a gun so and i've definitely experienced the oh it's not loaded i'm like yeah. i don't care dude yeah i don't care yep <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's it's got it's it's true it, 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 too many people are too lax about uh about gun safety uh you know oh well you know i didn't have my finger on the trigger or oh well you know it's not loaded or whatever and i don't care <laughs> yeah it doesn't matter and and i used to you know i used to be involved in the gun industry i used to work at a gun shop and and, and we would do repairs and it's really tough to remember the safety rules and try to fix guns because you have to do you have to break the rules to fix guns you know like if 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 you're gonna disassemble a gun uh you know you have to put your finger on the trigger to you know to to break a, a glock apart you actually mm -hmm. have to put the hammer down so you have to pull the trigger so there are times where you have to break the safety rules if you're fixing a gun or, or whatever but if you don't do that kind of stuff if you're not fixing guns and stuff and you follow those those safety rules, you'll you'll be fine. Well, yeah, because I remember when I I I had re I've always had a revolver, like you know I've I've had there. this I've had this you know nineteen seventies uh, Dan Wesson three fifty seven for I don't even know how long I got it from my dad before he passed. Mm. Um, and so I went to go buy a Glock because I was like, you know what? The last time I went to go shoot my revolver, I was like, oh revolvers aren't as 
uh, as reliable as people think they are. I had this thing where my my cylinder would spin while really? I was while I was pulling the trigger. Hmm. So it wasn't firing. <laughs> it was hitting <laughs> it was not it wasn't hitting the center. And uh so I was like, "Oh, okay. Roll, roll, okay revolvers right. aren't as 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 reliable as people think." You know what? I'm going to go out. I'm going to buy a Glock 19. I don't want something too small. I don't want something too big. That seems to be just right. And as someone who I'd like to think I'm a responsible gun owner, how do I take this thing apart? Because I've never owned a 9mm before. I've never owned a Glock before. Okay. So I looked up some videos, and I was like, oh, you actually have to like pull the yeah. trigger when you when, you're, when you want to take the slide off? Like, and I, That felt weird. Not not only do you have to pull the, not only do you have to pull the trigger, but you actually have to close the, the slide. So you you're, you can't see that you can't see into the chamber to to make sure you know. So I, I feel you. It's it's it, it was nerve wracking when I got my first you know my first uh, my first Glock. And I think so. There was a massive influx, and and these are the same people who are, and 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 I just I just wanted to say something to my listeners. I am not. Uh, conservative I am I'm a little left of center is how I like to call myself but I believe that everyone should be able to uh, use the Second Amendment our right to bear arms this is not just guns either <laughs> in my opinion um, well it's it's not a I mean it, the right to defend your life is not a partisan issue yeah and and it i i feel like it it shouldn't be looked at as a partisan issue and it's a shame that it is uh, if you get to the far left right so you get to like marxists and stuff like that the really far left mm -hmm. they they are very 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 pro-gun you know uh karl marx himself had you know said that under no pretext should the uh should the should arms and ammunition be uh be taken away from the proletariat and i'm paraphrasing i don't know the exact quote but he was marx was very much uh for um you know the the workers uh being able to defend themselves um so it, it's a very bourgeoisie wealthy person kind of opinion to think that people shouldn't have the ability to defend their life um, and so it's, it's people that are, you know, conservative and right leaning generally. And then the very, very far left people agree. Uh, and it's only like, you know, the, the, there's only a, a small, actual small portion of, uh, the population that doesn't think people should be able to own firearms. So, yeah, but there is even out of those, out of those people who think that people shouldn't own firearms, there are more people who believe that I sh you or me should not be able to legally own and people don't understand what 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 semi-automatic is they they nope. what they think semi-automatic is is maybe like burst fire yeah well the, i mean the, there's i i honestly believe that there is an intentional that there is intentional misinformation from the media uh about firearms i think that i think that there 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 is there is intent to demonize and uh, and to to misinform the population about what uh, what what the terms for firearms mean. Like if you look at at the for example, uh, uh, the Avengers uh, or the um, Captain America Civil War, mm -hmm. right? 
the very beginning of the movie, uh, when the Avengers are taking on those guys that are attacking the place, trying to grab the, uh, the, the chemical, right? Mm -hmm. The chemical agent or whatever. He specific Captain America specifically says that they have AR 15s and they're, they're shooting fully automatically. Yeah. AR 15s are not fully automatic. AR 15s are not machine guns. They're semi-automatic. Yeah. So when pop, when pop culture is, is doing stuff like that, I can't help but think, yeah, there's, there's, there's an intent to make guns and certain guns uh, bad guy things and and prevent uh, and to misinform the population. So. Yeah, because like you know what, I get it, and you know what, uh, 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 like in for myself personally, you know what, I don't need a fully automatic rifle. I don't. I don't. I don't need a quote unquote machine gun. I don't need an Uzi. I don't need a burst fire rifle. Like all I want is like. Semi-automatic, those, I can squeeze off as many rounds with my Glock 19 as I could with an AR-15. Yeah. Um, because it's one bullet per trigger squeeze. Yeah. That's people don't what even, semi-automatic is. No, most people don't understand what fully automatic is for. Like, fully automatic is, is designed for, uh, for squad-based movements, right? So you, you've, got, you've got you and your buddies... Uh, there's you and four guys right on your squad or, or on your fire team and you want to move, right? You've got bad guys downrange. So you, you have your machine guns start shooting at the bad guys. So that way they get their heads down. Two guys run up and they, you know, find move up to the next piece of cover. Once they get there, they start shooting their machine guns at the bad guys. So that way the two dudes that, that were initially covering them can run up and then so it's called bounding and you're 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 jumping in front of people so that way you can take a position that's what machine guns are designed for to be able to suppress uh suppress people that are moving on you as in put too many bullets in the air around them for them to move or suppress so that way you can move on a position that's what they're for i mean i think machine guns are fun and i think people should be allowed to own them but i don't have any reason to own a machine gun you know, other than I think that I should be allowed to and I want to have one, mm-hmm. you know. Now, see, I, I didn't know that. Now, mind you, uh, what branch of the military were you in, if you don't mind me asking? I was in the Marine Corps. You're, and this is all coming from a Marine, you know what I mean? Um, and people just, I mean, I was I was kind of getting to this point a few minutes ago. And, uh, you know, Los Angeles is a very, you know, it's, you know, it, California is a red state, regardless what people think it is. But Los Angeles, I think the the the, the biggest are a lot more left leaning um, than than the rest of the state. But like when COVID started happening, and I was trying to go just get ammunition, ammunition, yeah, for months, even still to this day, I you cannot go to a gun store without there being a line around the block. Yeah, and I these got are all I got the friends same at, people. Yeah, that, I got friends at Brownells. And they can't get ammo. Brownells, that's like one of the biggest distributors yeah. in the country. And they yeah. can't come up with 9mm and they can't come up with 5.56. Five, <laughs> Nobody yeah. has it. Yeah. I mean, I'm lucky that, you know, when I went to, when I actually was able to get some ammunition, um, I was able to at least, you know. So I know one of the guys at my gun store. I don't want to say what gun store it is because I don't want to get them in trouble. Because um, yeah. they were limiting... They were limiting the amount of ammo you could buy. 
So homie had me kind of in the corner and I was like, I would just, just give me some nine millimeter, whatever you got. I don't care what it is. Just as much as you can give to me. And, uh, it was supposed to only be a hundred rounds, but the homie hooked me up with 200 and I think it was 220. Cause yeah. he gave me like a pack of like self-defense, the, uh, the Hornadies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I was able to get 200 rounds of nine mil and I'm just like, I was like, dude, I really appreciate it. Like 200 rounds isn't shit though. Like when people yeah. say, oh, we found guns with thousands and thousands of rounds. I'm like, you could go through a thousand rounds by yourself in a day. If you, if you go to class, if you go to a class, the vast majority of classes say that you should show up with 500 rounds. Yeah. That's the, that's a one day class. Yeah. One day shooting a, t- a class where you're, you know, they're going to teach you how to, you know, they're going to teach you how to do stuff and you're going to, you're going to get some shooting in, but 500 rounds is, is a standard amount to go to a class. So if, if I've got 2000 rounds, that's not a lot of ammo. That's four classes. Yeah. You know, that's, that's four days of, of shooting. That's mm-hmm. not a lot of ammo. That's not and, and, and people, again, it's because people don't understand, you know, what, uh, you know, anything about guns and, and how, how, it, how, how it works when you're trying to learn stuff, et cetera, you know? And it was a terrifying thing to see all those people waiting in line too, because these are the same people who are like, oh, you shouldn't be able to like, you shouldn't be able to get a gun. And then they were like, why does it take so long to get a gun in California? <laughs> Cause you know, you voted. Because you voted for it, <laughs> yeah. Because you asked for it. I, I mean, they, they expect I feel you to go you. in, get a yeah. pistol. Like, oh, I can't take this home today. So, like, no, there's a ten day wait period. Uh, but because it's you know it's COVID and everyone's buying guns, it could be up to a twenty day wait period. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I feel bad for people that uh, you know that that were unprepared. But I mean, I moved from Massachusetts to New Hampshire when in 2011 when i did all the stuff that i was supposed to do and i ran into the problem that that you were talking about earlier the uh the issuing officer in in la county that won't give out the actual permits uh i i ran into the same issue in chicopee the town that i i grew up in i i went and did all this stuff paid all the money 300 bucks for all the classes and blah 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 and then when i went to the police i said all right i want to get my license to carry and they just said we don't give them out and i said you mean i have to get a lawyer and take you to court to get my license to carry and he's like yep i'm like all right and so i moved you know it was, it was one of the reasons it wasn't the only one yeah but it was one of the re- it was one of the things that i was like all right well i know if i move an hour north i can uh own whatever I want and I don't have to pay their stupid taxes and I don't have to deal with, you know, blah, blah, blah. I can carry whatever I'm going to move, you know? Yeah. So, well, I I, I was born and raised in Los Angeles, dude. I mean, uh, when it, when it comes to like (laughs) having, having strict gun laws and then like, I've been thinking of going to Vegas, but then I hear like Vegas is getting kind of shitty now too. Um, Mm -hmm. just because, and it's, and honestly, like, being able to have a concealed carry and being able to buy the firearm that I want is only a small part of that. Yep. You know, Nevada taxes are, you know, let them stay tax, you know, and uh property tax is a little bit, a uh, little bit cheaper. And honestly, it's, you know, I still want to be close to LA for my family and, and the sure. band and stuff like that. But uh it's really the only place where I can buy a house. <laughs> Yeah, you know, 
Yeah, I, I feel I you. Don't, I don't like because in LA, I mean, some of the, some of the things are over exaggerated with how expensive LA is. But it's like I would like a three bedroom house because I would like an office and I would like a guest room, and yeah. I would also like to have my own room. Um, but to get a three bedroom house in Los Angeles at the bare minimum, if you're fucking lucky, if you're lucky, six hundred fifty thousand dollars. Uh, I'm going to tell you a little story here about my house. I own a 48-acre piece of land, and it has a house with multiple rooms. I'm not going to get into the size of it, and it cost me less than a third of what you're talking about. Jesus Christ. 48 yeah. acres, man. <laughs> well, now, granted, the winter sucks, but... yeah. But and then I was I was kind of looking. I was like, what can I find? Because I also wanted land as well. So I used to live in this town just outside of Bakersfield. It was called Lake mm -hmm. Isabella. So there's a few surrounding, and it's a very small town. Like the entire population, I think, is like maybe five thousand. Um, yeah. And it's like uh, it's about an hour and a half north north from here, just uh, just uh, west of the Mojave Desert. So kind of like yeah. out near like Edwards Air Force Base and shit like that. Um, so they were selling a four-bedroom house that had one acre and a connected and disconnected garage. It was nice. Like, maybe it was like one or two acres. And it wasn't that expensive. I was like, okay. You know, for what it is in California, I believe it was, I think it was like 220 But then they were like, oh, by the way, this is the last house on the street. And... uh it also comes with 75 acres <laughs> if, if you want it for another, I think altogether, I think it was like 150, 50K. I mean, 75 acres is a nice plot of land, dude. For, so I think all in, like what their asking price was, was about 390. Uh, that's nice. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, there is, there's nothing because once your land is is gone like once once the borders of your property are done it's all government owned land after that that's even better <laughs> cuz they government ain't never going to do nothing with it and they're not going to sell it so no. so i was like fuck i was like do i was like so i was like putting up in my head like how much money i have in the in the in, the, in my savings account and you know i was like it's like oh i was like you know what <laughs> if i bought this house no. I would be saving. I would be paying the same amount as I'm paying in rent right now. <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe that you said no. You could have. You could have built a road and sold off 15 acres of it. Still had 60 acres and developed a, a, a couple houses, you know, and and covered your cost. I'm I'm still thinking about it. Like the the biggest thing is is that it's closer than Vegas, but it is literally the middle of fucking nowhere. I'm like, do I, do I want that? Do How I want How far that? is it from LA? It's an hour and a half, but it's basically, mm. it's, it's almost smack dab in the middle of Mojave and Bakersfield. So it's, it's like the desert. people, yeah, it's desert, but it also snows. And the two ways out of that canyon, if there's a fire or a snowstorm, you're fucking stuck. Yeah. Um, which there are a lot of fires and at that yeah. altitude, a lot of snow. Yeah. I mean, 
for me, I mean, I don't, I don't know that this is just a personal preference. I don't know that I could ever live in a desert because I don't like the idea of not having water. Yeah. Um, I, I have a well and, and I like the fact that I'm not tied to the town in any way. Right. So, I mean, I have, I'm tied to the town for my power, but that's it. I've got, and I, even then I've got solar on my house. So I've got, so, I would have some access to power, uh, you know, should something happen, but, um, but yeah, man, that kind of, that kind of property, I, I mean, it's not a bad deal and you can build three, some houses on it. Three, three, three ninety is definitely, and the house was, like I said, four bedroom connected two car garage plus a three car garage that was like not connected. So it's yeah. like, you know, I could have, you know, I could have done a lot. I mean, I think it's still on the market. Um, so a bad idea. You know, it's it's the land. Honestly, I could give a fuck less about the house. Yeah, I mean, my house is my house is a, is a fixer upper when I bought it, and and it still it still has stuff that I need to do to it. Um, mm -hmm. But I bought it because you know two hundred and change thousand uh, dollars for fifty, you know, forty eight acres and a house on it that I could live in, and I, I just you know, and then partially it's because like my house is in the back of the plot. It's not like most most of the time you got to a piece of land that you know that's on a road and your house is right by the road and then you've got a whole bunch of land behind you mm -hmm. mine is not like that mine is the house is way in the back so you can't accidentally onto my lawn right like you can't oops <laughs> i didn't, oh, mean I didn't to, see you there buddy <laughs> yeah you can't you can't whoops onto my property like you you get halfway up my driveway and you're you're already thinking should i even be here because yeah. you know like I said, it's three, my driveway is three quarters of a mile long, and, and Jesus, yes, it's seven tenths of a mile. So, um, but yeah, you you don't you don't whoops into my place. So that is, and that was a big a big selling point. Yeah, and I mean this one, yeah, the house is literally it's it's kind of like it's kind of like one of those streets that turns into a gravel road, and then yeah. it's like you see that like last house, and you're like that that's the house, and. But like I said, honestly, like if you think, like I think, like I think it was, I think it was seventy-five acres. So seventy-five acres plus the acre that the house is on, you know, seventy-six yeah. acres. That's like you could do so much with that. Oh, you could. I mean, like I said, you could, you could, you could build ten houses and still have. I mean, really, you could build ten houses and still have seventy acres if you wanted to make them small. But you could, you could develop, you know. I, I could, I could pave it. that road, make a street, yeah. and just like, oh, here's one little street that goes down to my my portion. Like, oh, here's fucking seven houses. Here you go. <laughs> like new modern homes. Just to sell the fucking land they're on. Or yeah. not. Or totally. just rent the land. Hey. That that that's big out here too. I remember when I was uh, when I was younger, my parents were looking for a house to buy. And uh it was kind of like these, it was like track home, sort of, kind of. But anyway, you bought the house, but you didn't own the land. So it's like at any given point, they can be like, oh, you got to get out of here. You know what I mean? Like take that house with you too. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> take that house with you too. <laughs> so, you know, you, you could also do that as well. You know, you don't have to sell the land. You can still own the land that the house is on, and then you got to pay... <laughs> On top of your mortgage, you got to pay for the piece of the the amount of uh, land your your house is on as well. <laughs> well, I mean, if it works, you know, if if it works, I know, and you know, it's 
I I really just the main reason why I I was like fuck do I really want to do that is because <coughs> excuse me was because you know I, I I've lived in that town <laughs> I know what kind of people are there you know and don't get me wrong <laughs> don't don't get me wrong um, I made a lot of you know a lot of friends and people who I I still connect with but I'm just like like that little town is just like ah. I don't know. It's just like it reminds me of like 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 an evangelical city. Like just like super super Christian, you know, intolerant kind of Christians. I, I I don't exactly know, but uh, like okay. they're not like evangelical to my knowledge because there's no massive church there. Fair enough. But uh but and just like you know, a lot of just a lot of like grumpy, old, intolerant white people. <laughs> <laughs> now, cranky, yeah, cranky. Just like if, like you know, they see a guy with long hair like me, and you know, right now, like part of my fucking hair is bleached. You know, oh, <laughs> they're that kind of. Uh, they're yeah. they're like the uh, they're the the parents from Footloose. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I just, I don't want to deal with just like people who've never lived outside of their, their hometown. Like I I had this conversation a couple weeks ago and I'm just like, go explore. I mean, obviously you really can't right now, yeah. but like, I don't, I think especially in your twenties, you know, use that time if you can, you know, to go explore other things besides your fucking backyard. Yeah. I mean, you'd, you'd, you'd like to see it, you know? Um, I think that being in a band has been, for me, has been really, really beneficial in the fact that, you know, it's, it's allowed me to, to go out and see different parts of the world and, and stuff like that. And it's also provided me with the ability to, to meet people that have different opinions than, than mine. And it's, it's challenged my preconceived notions and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and so I, I think that it's, uh, I think that it's, it's, it's really good. Uh, it's really good to, to, to expose yourself to things that are, that you, that wouldn't be considered, uh, you know, normal to you. Um, and I don't yeah. think enough people do it. So, you know, because I, like I said, I was born in like, dude, I was, I was born across the street from where they used to film fucking Jay Leno and Johnny Carson. Like, I was born oh, <laughs> right in L.A. That's killer. I was born in the heart of you know where the Burbank Studios are, and uh, you know, again, fortunately, you know, I have the you know the career with, you know, before Bad Wolves, it was you know in this moment and yeah. and uh, Scar the Martyr. Uh, so I've been able to tour around and experience things, but I've also lived in Seattle. You know, my my brother lives in Portland. You know, I've lived in Tempe, Arizona. God, that was the fucking worst mistake of my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong, Tempe is fine, but it's just, again, Arizona man, desert, is not for me. Desert, desert. Like right now, I'm looking at like it is. It's muggy as hell right here today, and I'm and it's raining. I'm looking out my door at at this, at this pouring ass rain. But I tell you, I I would I would rather deal with the. It's green though, isn't it? Rain. Yeah, it's green and it's not on fire. <laughs> That's really cool, dude. The sun looks like 
looks like a fucking album cover from a from like a new synthwave band right now. <laughs> I've been seeing the pictures. It's scary as hell out there right now. I just <laughs> fucking gender reveal party. Dumbasses. I, I you to, know I have to laugh, dude. Like, just how fucking just wait. <laughs> just wait until the kid's born. Do people? I don't care what sex your baby is going to be. I don't care. You know, and, and where the hell do they get off, right? Like you're, you're doing a gender reveal. You, that baby can't make the decision yet. And I have been reliably informed. Never mind. <laughs> I, knew you were, I knew you were going there and I fucking just couldn't, couldn't stop it, dude. I, I didn't, I, I'm, not, I'm just telling you what I've heard. I don't know anything about I mean, I'm not, I, uh, all right, so I know, like, we, we talked about guns, and I was trying to make it as a, I was trying to make it an informant, an, an informant piece um, about, because people just don't know shit, and I tried to typically not get overtly political, because that's just not my shit. I'm not yeah. educated enough in certain things, and I don't, and it's not about me making an ass of myself, it's about me spewing something that isn't true sure yeah and you know like we were like i was saying earlier i don't remember if we were recording or not but people are so quick to share things that fit their narrative or that will cause an uproar i'm and i just like fuck man you can kind of tell what you're what you're sharing like everything every when you share like a ad or a um a fucking any anything written on a website it shows you where this piece is coming from yeah and you can kind of gauge if it's you know quote unquote fake news or you know or if you don't know there it's really simple what you do is you're like oh if this if this article was written by you know um you know the the ballbagchronicle.com <laughs> There's a really simple way to figure out where your where your articles are coming from. Just Google who owns the Ball Bag Chronicle. Yeah, that's, that does that works, you know. Or and then once you get the answer to that, who owns that company that owns the Ball Bag Chronicle? Yeah, and you can kind of figure out where your articles are coming from if they're coming from uh, if they're coming from a place of like, oh, this place is kind of known for not feeding into the fucking separation of the country, uh, then, you know, cool, share it. But it's just people uh, you are... There, there, are, there are definitely websites that I won't share from. Like, I won't share anything from Breitbart. Fuck no. I won't share anything from uh, any, 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 any known right-leaning uh, outlet I won't share from. Yeah. And, usually, and the reason I won't do that is because... People are too quick to say that's from blah, blah, blah. So I disregard what they're saying. Yeah. So and and my my intent isn't to try to hold uh, like to reinforce, you know, Republicans narrative or Democrats narrative. Um, yeah. I'm really I'm really, 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 really anti-establishment. I'm really, 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 really anti-government. Like I'm a, uh, you know, minarchist. I don't like the government. I think the government is generally bad. I think the most of the establishment 
uh, legacy media is really, really bad. And so if I'm dealing with, with trying to convince someone, I try to take away as many objections as I possibly can. That's why no Breitbart, no, uh, no gateway pundit, no, uh, you know, any number of, of, of right leaning to far right or not, not really far right, but right leaning, uh, uh, outlets. I won't share them at all. I won't share anything from media matters. I won't share anything from any of the, of the, of the extremely biased places. But it, the yeah. problem is it's, it's, it's becoming harder and harder to find a, an outlet that is not extremely biased because nowadays, I mean, if you, you can't say that even CNN who used to be thought of as, as middle of the road, you can't say they're not biased against Donald Trump. No. regardless of what you think about Trump. You don't have to like Trump, but you can't say that, you know, CNN doesn't have basically a business model of collect money from people that hate Trump. Their whole yeah. business model is we know there's a lot of people out there that hate Trump and they will click links if we say that the orange man is bad. So mm -hmm. here's some orange man is bad. Here's some orange man because it's profitable. It, yeah. it makes them money. Yeah. So it's, in my opinion, it is tough to figure out uh, the outlets that are actually going to be going to give you a, a, a straight, uh, unbiased opinion. It's not hard to figure out the ones that are going to be biased. There, there's, there's plenty of those. Yeah. What, what's hard to find is, is the outlets that are not going to be biased. Yeah. And, like, I don't know if people just do this to, like, you know, if they're looking for a reaction, maybe because they're bored, or if they're maybe just ignorant, you know, like, I, because when, dude, when that fucking Breitbart video came out, with the, uh, I'm gonna call them, quote-unquote, doctors, um, talking about how, uh, you know, you don't need to wear a mask anymore, you know, yeah, uh, there's yeah. a cure for COVID-19, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I know a few people who shared the ever living shit and they're like, oh, they deleted it. They deleted it off the Internet. Like they're trying to they're trying to hide the cure from from the American people. I'm like, you know, it's like for the most part, I won't say that companies like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube don't have a bias because all most of the major companies do have a bias. Yeah. But if they're deleting something as quickly as the, those type of videos get deleted, it's not because they're trying to hide the truth, you know? And maybe they should do statements on why they delete delete certain videos. Because yeah, they're, I mean, they're, 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 I don't know that, the, I don't know that there's anyone that really knows. I don't know that we have enough evidence about COVID-19 or enough uh, data about COVID-19 to say that we can definitively say this is true about COVID-19 and this is not true about COVID-19. Yeah, uh, fair. So I'm not sure that that you can say, oh, people are trying to hide the truth. I don't yeah. like I, I do. I think the people that are like, oh, look, you know, the QAnon people that are like, oh, you know, they're trying to hide the truth. I don't I don't think that that's accurate because I don't think there's enough there's enough study of this particular coronavirus because they're you know, the 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 regular cold is a coronavirus. You know, it's like the, this is this is a it's a novel coronavirus, but coronaviruses as a species of virus. I'm not sure that I'm using the terms correctly. 
but I, I may I may be misusing the term species of virus, but coronavirus are a, t- a type of virus that exists. The 19 and COVID-19 is because it was discovered in December of 2019. That's why it's COVID-19. Mm-hmm. There are other COVIDs out there. There are other coronaviruses. We don't know enough about this particular one to say that this is true and this is not true. So anyone yeah. that says, we have data and this is the truth about COVID. Well, you're probably not right. And anyone that says they're trying to hide the truth about COVID, you're probably not right either because we don't have enough information to say that we know something that is true or is not true about COVID. Look, everybody, when they were going to flatten the curve, it was, oh, we got to make sure that everybody that wants to get on a ventilator can get a, get on a ventilator. Well, then, you know, a couple months later, we find out, oh, yeah, uh, 90, like 95% of the people that get put on ventilators die. Because if you get put on a ventilator, you're in real bad shape anyways. So yeah. it's, it's something like, I don't know if it was 95 or 90%. It was, it was most people, if you get put on a, on a ventilator, it's kind of like, yeah, they're probably not coming back. You know, and, and so, and I wasn't aware of that before. Like I was the, I was out there saying, look, the whole spread and stuff, it's not about beating it or not the medical system. And we want to make sure that people can get on ventilators and And then come to find out I was misinforming people because I was going by what I was told from the news, the, the quote unquote, reliable news sources. Yeah. Uh, You know, the, the government was, the government had told us don't wear masks. And then they're like, well, now you should wear masks. So I, the whole, the whole government response to COVID was a, a complete pigsty from fucking from, shit show from day one. From, from the feds all the way down to the state level. The CDC was a joke. All of it was a mess, right? Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's right about COVID or, or know what is, is the true, quote unquote, true about COVID. I do the best that I can with the information that I'm presented with. Yeah. And that's really all you can expect from people. So that's why I don't think that I don't think it's productive for people to get mad at other people over something that they think for COVID or that something that that they're trying to do. Most people don't know. And most people are just doing the best with the best that they can with the information that they're provided. And 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 so there's going to be people that are going to believe things and not believe things. I wear a mask. I do, too. I I I bought my first mask in January. I I I have the. uh, I have I would because I heard about COVID from I watch YouTube for my uh, my most of my news. I watch YouTube, uh, you know, a bunch of different YouTube sites. And and I heard a couple people talking about this, this, this uh, thing in China. And it was it was starting to spread. And I was like, well, you know, they wear masks in Japan and, and when people get sick. So maybe I should I should get one just in case. And I bought it at the end of January, long before it made it, you know, long before it ever showed up here, long before it was was ever a thing in the in in the rest of the world. You know, because I'm that kind of guy. I'm the kind of guy that carries a gun just in case. I'm the guy that has a tourniquet in my bag just in case. I'm the kind of guy that'll wear a mask just in case. It just yeah. makes sense to me, yeah. you know. And then there are people that say, you know, I don't for this reason. I don't for that reason. And I'm not one to say you're wrong or right because I don't know. I do yeah. think people that are like, oh, the government's just trying to muzzle you and da da da. I think that's a little on the crazy side. Yeah. But you know. My, what am I going to uh, do? Get into an argument with them? No. Yeah. I honestly, like, I, I've started just doing this thing where I, I just smile and nod. Yeah. And, like, dude, you obviously need to get that off your chest. You know, there's there's a few people I know 
who are like, you know, the the American government want to castrate our individuality. That's why they're making everybody wear masks. And I was and I, I'm just thinking to myself, you know, regardless of, of what you believe, that's totally cool. But like read your room. Because yeah. the next thing that came out of my mouth was, do you really think a global pandemic cares about the election? Because that's kind of where it was going. Yeah. And they're like, well, what about, you know, what about swine flu? What about bird flu? What about SARS? Those all happen during during election years. I'm like, all right, dude, you, uh, this is what you believe. Cool. Keep on believing what you believe. But maybe we should talk about something else yeah. other than like. Yeah, I mean, like for me, the the people that are out there that are that are so quick to argue about it, I, just like you said, I'm just like, all right, cool. You know, there are people out there that if you don't wear a mask, they will get up in your face and yell at you. I've seen it happen to people, and it's like, there are people that will actually try to physically put their hands on you about wearing a mask, and and just because of that fact and the fact that I have a gun on me, I'm gonna wear a mask. Yeah, because it would be it is. The first, one of the most important things about carrying a gun is de-escalating. Yeah. Like so, if you if you have a gun, you have a responsibility to de-escalate to to avoid confrontation. And if I know that there are crazy people out there that might try and push me around or or get physical with me because I'm not wearing a mask, I I know that and I carry a gun, so I I have to wear a mask because that's part of de-escalation to me. It's avoiding situations that could be confrontational. Yeah. So. That's and part of how I think of it. Like, regardless, like, there's been, I, I've, I have talked about this a few times, uh, there's been a lot of political bullying, especially when it, it's, it, when masks turned into a, like, a political stance, you know, yeah. uh, there's been a lot of, you know, people on the more conservative right that are very anti-mask compared to, you know, the liberal left, um, but there's been a whole lot of, of just political bullying recently and and like i said i try to typically not i try to not get too political not because i don't have an interest not because i don't have an interest in it but because i'm not informed enough sure which is why i I asked you to come on to talk about something that that i like but also you know better than me and just the whole regardless of either side the conservative right should stop calling people who wear masks like pussies or fucking whatever and yeah. the people on the left need to stop harassing non-maskers like just mind your fucking business yeah. like if if there is a an establishment in which you cannot come in unless you have a mask and you are exercising your right to not wear a mask you can't go into that establishment. Go find yeah. another establishment that will let you through their doors without wearing a mask. Yeah. But I totally. think either side is like the extreme. I don't fuck with the extremes, dude. Like, don't yeah. call me hey. a fucking pussy because I wear a mask. But then don't get into people's faces if they choose not to wear one. Like, in my opinion, I think you should wear a mask, like you said, just in case. Yeah. Just I in don't, case. I'm. I don't think the government is trying to castrate our individuality by making like making us and that's air quotes wear masks. That's some Alex Jones territory stuff, man. Dude, there's a lot, but I've been seeing a lot of shit like that. Like the whole um 
fuck, man. I, I mean, I, I might as well just fucking just get into it and just say, fuck, this is just going to be a political episode, I guess. Um, I mean, I guess I crossed that line when we started talking about guns. Um, but I just, I've been seeing just a lot of this shit, like, even about, like, you know, the Pizzagate, the, 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 the QAnon stuff, like, and I, fuck, dude, like, and the, like, the Epstein flight logs and shit like that. Like, people are sharing just a bunch of, like, false conspiracy theory nonsense. And people well, don't know that. Go part ahead. of the reason why that stuff goes is because they don't know, people don't, there aren't reliable sources anymore. Yeah. You know, it used to be where you could, you could, at, at least you felt like, right, if you felt like you could rely on the news to deliver the truth. You know, it used to be where people generally believed what the news said because it wasn't it wasn't as sensationalized you know it, it wasn't driven by clicks and rage bait there's this book by matt taibbi who used to write for uh rolling stone he may still it's called uh i think it's called hate inc and on the cover is sean hannity and rachel maddow and they are two sides of the same coin mm -hmm. they are their entire you know, their entire uh, business model is get people upset, get people fired up, get people worked up, get people angry. And that's in those are those are personalities on two of what we're supposed to consider mainstream news organizations. Now, if you're on the, the left, you're going to hear me saying that Sean Hannity is quote unquote mainstream and think that I'm ridiculous. And if you're on the right, you're going to hear me saying that Rachel Maddow is mainstream and think that I'm ridiculous, but they both there. They both hold the nine o'clock hour on two of the most watched news sites, news, news entertainment, really uh, sites or, or, or channels in all of cable. Yeah. That is what is considered mainstream so when mainstream is ridiculously partisan then people go to other places and that's when the crazy sounding stuff becomes less crazy sounding because rachel maddow spent what three years swearing up and down that putin was gonna take over america and yeah. sean hannity spends every single night swearing up and down that you know whatever i don't even watch his show so i've i don't like I don't, i'm not familiar with what he says but i know that it's super partisan and and basically the flip side of the coin to rachel maddow hold on a second yeah. Bingo. phil's dog just had surgery last week so he's helping take care of you know he's got to take care of his pup the fact that the you know the left and right uh you know, they've damaged the news as a concept. Yeah. And so because of that, people don't know who to trust. And because they don't know who to trust, that makes it so that way the more, I guess, the more far-fetched stuff can get a better, you know, better toehold in people's minds. Because, you know, like I said, people that are super you know, that are super like anti-Trump, they've spent the last three years swearing up and down that Putin was in control. Yeah. Which is, which is patently ridiculous. 
We, we yeah. impeached the president based on the, that, that, that false narrative. Yeah. And, and so that, and to me, that's as crazy, it's, that's as absolutely crazy as anything that QAnon people say, which the QAnon stuff is crazy. Yeah, you know, so there isn't there isn't one side that's crazier than the other. No, or no, one it's side just all that, you know, crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's just there's so much batshit craziness. So I, I mean, it's really, really difficult to for your average person, especially the average person that doesn't spend a lot of time watching the news, doesn't yeah. spend any time reading about, you know, uh, about history or where why things are the way they are. I mean, I got I got into it with a, a friend of mine that is still a, a very good friend of mine. And he hates Trump. And I'm like, I'm like, I get it. You know, there's plenty to hate. I understand how he could come off as really, really, you know, bad to people. And, and they could really, uh, you know, really hate him. But I'm like, you know, he's just like, oh, blah, blah, blah. He wishes he could be Kim Jong-un. And I'm like, Donald Trump doesn't wish that he could be Kim Jong-un. And the reply is, you're, you know, you got to be kidding me. How can you not see it? And, da, 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 da. and I'm like, Donald Trump if Donald Trump isn't was an actual authoritarian, he's wasted three almost four years of opportunity to, in any way, be an authoritarian. Like the most authoritarian thing that he's done that I'm aware of is something that was actually actually pisses off gun people because of the whole bump stock ban. He yeah, yeah, made yeah. a you know he made a bump stock he he passed the bump stock ban out by executive order. And that is is not, uh, you know, that's 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 not how you pass laws in the in the country. Other than that, he's literally the worst authoritarian ever. Yeah. You know, because he hasn't actually he's had three and a half half years to do something authoritarian, and he hasn't. But you still have people that will swear up and down that he's a fascist. And I was listening to to Douglas Murray on a podcast recently, and he said, you know we as a society have, have dis, had decided a long time ago that if you're fighting fascism, basically anything is okay. Yeah. And that's reasonable. That is reasonable. Yeah. But yeah. to say that Donald Trump is a fascist or fascism is right outside of your door. Yeah. No, no. That, that, that's been kind of going back to the, to, to the point I was making about, about like political bullying like you know yeah left people on the left are calling people on the right fascists and nazis and like yeah. you know there was there was a whole a whole lot of people comparing donald trump to adolf hitler which i thought was fucking ridiculous i get it i don't fucking like donald trump either yeah you know there are a few of his policies that i do agree with and I yeah. think if everyone sat down and actually looked, I, I, what I've been trying to do for these past couple of years, because if, if I didn't do it this way, I would also drive my fucking self insane. I don't like him. I hate his fucking voice. <laughs> I think, I think he's fucking stupid. Yeah. But what I am looking at are policies, because if I feed into the machine of yeah. everything else, I'm going to yeah. drive myself crazy. Yeah. And, and like I said, I am more of just left of center in my you know in 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 my opinion but there are certain th policies on the right which i agree with which is you know like international trade deals and shit like that yeah. and uh you know but there's shit on the right that i don't agree with i don't like how you, you know i don't like their version of well no not their version uh i don't like what 
Trump was trying to do with, uh, you know, defunding Planned Parenthood and, uh, you know, all the, the pro the pro life stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, and I don't necessarily agree with, you know, how things are done on the left either. Like, you know, I do believe in in having the right to bear arms and limiting gun control. What people don't understand about a lot of these things is they're just not paying attention. They see one thing and they just assume it's something completely different. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I think that people, the disconnect that people have is they they assume that because a politician says, vote for me and I'll pass this bill that will do X, they vote for them. And then the politician manages to get the bill that's supposed to do X passed. That's no guarantee that the bill's going to actually do X. No. So when you vote for when people vote for things, they vote for the way they want things to be. Doesn't and mean it's going to go that way. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that that's going to happen. And I, I, I feel like people ignore pro like the fact that we had prohibition and we had to repeal that because it it turned out so badly. Mm hmm. And that, that happens with, with laws all too often. You know, there's a law that gets passed that's supposed to do something, but it has all these unintended consequences that are worse than, than the situation before. And people just don't realize or don't acknowledge that, oh, that was a bad law. We should repeal it. We don't repeal laws anymore. Like, yeah. when's, the last time you, when's the last time we repealed a law that wasn't working? It's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You'd probably know better I mean, than I. The closest I can think of is, is decriminalization of marijuana, but even that's not repealing laws because that isn't a law. The government yeah. should, doesn't have the authority to actually – the government doesn't actually have the constitutional authority to regulate what you put in your body or don't put in your body. Did, do, you, do you know where that comes from? Like the whole like William Randolph Hearst like uh, feeding government agencies like – propaganda and like he they they weren't banning marijuana they were banning hemp because it yeah, was a because threat the, to their industry yeah I, I i've heard i've heard i've heard about that story i don't know the i don't know the story very well um but i've heard about it but yeah it doesn't surprise me so they they were basing a law and there was all this anti marijuana propaganda you know with like reefer madness and and yeah. shit like that they're basing laws off of billionaires not wanting to lose money does that sound familiar yeah 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 it does, <laughs> and, yes, and, it and, does. My, and my favorite thing right now so again i have a little bit of, I, have, I have a little bit of left a little bit of right you know my ideals um people the one thing that i really the i i was like people were giving bernie sanders like a hard time about like where the fuck are you going to get the money for you know universal health care or you know free um free local colleges and shit like that and uh i was you know just there are, there's plenty of things you could do you could first off you could start taxing churches um you could start you know taxing the billionaires more <laughs> i saw this meme that was like uh it was like you can't you can't tax billionaires because it hurts my feelings on ever becoming one. It hurts my feelings because I'm trying to become one or something like that. Um, but, but the there, idea there are ways to do it. 
I, I'm not so convinced. Right now, we've got we the Federal Reserve just recently uh, said that there's going to be significant inflation uh, put into uh, monetary policy moving forward because of the because of the the basically the printing of money. So anytime you print up anytime you print up a bunch of money it, and put it into circulation, it dilutes the value of of the dollars that exist. Yeah. Um, and to to either a forgive uh, either to 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 print up enough money to cover the uh, the things that that Bernie Sanders was is talking about. Um, it's a lot of printing, a lot of printing, and the un the unintended consequences of that could be something along the lines of inflation that you know the likes that we've never seen, possibly what they call hyperinflation, which. Hyperinflation is part of why we had why we had uh, the Weimar Republic problems, which was what led to Hitler. So, yeah. messing around with monetary policy the way that we do is very unsafe, and the, the unintended consequences of that are are can be dramatic, especially when you're dealing with the United States, which has the the world reserve currency. Yeah. So, but if you want to buy oil, you have to buy dollars first. Right. So you can't yeah. buy oil in in denarii or in yen. You have to buy dollars. Then you can buy the oil in, in, and then you can. So that so basically that all, that makes a demand for dollars. If the U.S. dilutes the the uh, or, or dilute, yeah, dilutes the value of the dollar by dumping dollars into circulation, which is what you have to do to pay for things like, uh, you know, universal uh, health health care. Um, you don't know what's going to happen to the, you know, you don't, you, you can't predict what's going to happen to the, to the, to the U.S.'s status as the reserve currency of the world. Um, modern monetary theory says that you can, but I, modern monetary theory is, uh, is still new. Uh, I, I believe that it's, it's, you know, 30, 40 some odd years or something like that. They've, they've had what they, they've been running on what they call modern monetary theory. Uh, so I don't know. We don't know what the long-term ramifications of of running deficits in the size that we do, uh, what the what the long-term ramifications will be. Um, so, I, and I'm not an economist, but I don't think that it's as easy as as Bernie Sanders makes it out. To no, be. no, no. Of course, and I'm I'm like I'm not saying that you know again. You know, I'm not saying that I'm like, you know, a, a Bernie supporter or anything like that. But there's certain things that I see other countries doing, like, you know, in Canada and Germany and stuff like that. They pay a little bit more in tax. And the more money you make, the more taxes you 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 pay. And it helps make it so that everyone in the country, you know, isn't like, you know, if you need to go to the doctor, it's affordable. You know what I mean? It's not like, you know, if you break your leg here and you don't have insurance, like you're going to owe that fucking you're going to owe that hospital like 50 grand or more. Yeah. You know I, what mean, I mean, right? Yeah, mine. I don't have. I don't have health insurance because I don't either. I can't afford because I, I can't yeah. afford it. Um, yeah, same. But uh, and I looked in the. I looked at the the cost. Um, and this is post uh, post um, uh, ACA. So this is under the the rules of the ACA, and it would have cost me like six hundred dollars a month, mm -hmm. uh, and then an additional, you know, and then my my my. Uh, What's it called? The uh, the copay, copay or whatever would have been like would have been like five or six thousand dollars. So yeah. I mean, and it's like against. Dude, the, <laughs> I I I've, 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 I've a fucking pre-existing condition. 
Like, yeah, you know, I, I was born as an asthmatic. And yes, feel okay. free to give me shit because I have asthma and I smoke cigarettes. I get it. It's stupid. But because I have a pre-existing condition and I, I have checked multiple different times. I had showed uh, when like Obamacare first came out, like Jesus fucking Christ, it would have been four hundred and seventy five dollars for the minimum. And I would still yeah. be paying sixty five dollars a month for my inhalers. Yeah. Like, why yeah. don't I why don't I just pay for my inhalers full price once a month? And just completely cut out the middleman. And it's just like, yo, if something happens to me, it looks like your boy's going into debt, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, that's, I mean, that's where I'm at. You know, it, it's, it's, I, I, the bigger, the, the cause of, of our, our problems in our, uh, in our insurance situation, because we, we don't actually pay for our, our health care. Um, yeah. insurance companies pay for it. And the reason that insurance companies pay for it is because someone thought it would be a good idea to tie insurance to employers, uh, which is a terrible idea. Um, but that was, that was something that seemed like a good idea to attract better employees back in the day. And then because it worked as a way to, uh, to less expensively attract uh, employees, because if you can get a, uh, you know, if you can get, a, you know, 500 or a thousand employees on a plan, um, and, and pay, you know, just for a number of $10,000 a month, mm -hmm. as opposed to paying those each individual employees, you know, each individual employee, an extra thousand dollars a month or $500 a month to get them yeah. to actually, you know, it, it, it works out to be cheaper for the, uh, employer. Um, yeah. That's exactly what my boss told me because I was like, how come you don't offer health insurance? And he goes, well, I'm paying you this, um, this, much, amount of, this, this much amount of money. Like say, for example, I make $18 an hour. He's like, if you wanted insurance, I'd only be able to pay you $14 an hour. Yeah. So <laughs> which, yeah. which would you rather have? Yeah. <laughs> because the the thing is it gets paid by it's paying for insurance and what what the ideally what would happen is you get you get insurance companies out of the equation so when you go to a doctor you can say well how much is it going to cost to get my arm x-rayed and that doctor says you know it's going to cost you five grand well the doctor down the street's going to charge me four you're going to go to the doctor down the street oh the dude. any any elective surgeries the prices go down Boobies, fake boobies, those are way cheaper today than they were ten years ago. Yeah, but when you know, I got my eyes, <laughs> I got LASIK on my eyes. Mm -hmm. It's it's true you do pay for quality, but the but <laughs> but the price goes down and the quality goes up because that's what markets do. Yeah, you know it happened just about ten years ago. Uh, it was two thousand eleven when I got it, right after I moved up to New Hampshire. Yeah, um, and it was about twenty five hundred dollars an eye. Yeah. And, and, you know, the, the price for it now is, has gone down significantly. You can probably get both eyes done for about $3,000, like 1500 bucks an eye. Yeah. And that's what I happens that's what with a market. Yeah. I, I, and that's what I've happens. been looking into that. Oh, it's a great dude. I tell you what, I can't, I cannot recommend it highly enough. It's the, it was the best decision I ever made. They, I was, I was like the next morning I woke up and, and my eyes were, my vision was great. Actually, after it happened, my vision was fine. But like the next morning, I woke up and and like I, I 
do it. If you get the chance, do it. You'll, you'll, you will not regret it. It's super easy. It's awesome. One of my buddies got it like 15, 20 years ago now, I think. Like, wow. Fuck, it's so weird to think that the year 2000 was like 20 years ago. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and uh, he was telling me, he's like, dude, I got it. He's like, I was one of the early adapters of LASIK when it was still like kind of invasive. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and uh, he's like, I've had better than 2020 vision for 18 years. And he's like, he's like, my vision has dwindled a little bit, but now it's 2020, 20 yeah. years later. It's, and it's uh, I was reading a bunch of articles and uh, they were saying uh, it was like just a goofy article I was looking at, uh, like 10 things to do before the apocalypse, like before, you know, the end of the world. And uh, yeah, like, get your eyes fixed is one of them. <laughs> get your eyes fixed is one of them. You don't want to have one of those like Twilight Zone things where it's like, you know, you're the only man left on Earth and you're trying to read all your books and then your glasses break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. There was but finally it- time. <laughs> there was finally time that was that was uh that's a uh, family guy right uh well no that's actually from the twilight zone that's a uh, dude that's burgess meredith from fucking rocky oh that guy. really so that was actually in fa- in uh in twilight in, zone in the twilight zone yeah so the but the guy okay. who played the the guy whose glasses broke at the end of the world so the premise is like he was in a bank vault and then the atomic bomb went off and he's yeah. literally the last motherfucker on earth and he yep. loves to read. Like his boss was always yelling, like, oh, you're reading too much. And his wife was like, oh, you're reading too much. And uh, so the world ends and he finds this library and he's like, oh, man. He's like, all right, that's for this month. That's for next month. Like just these stacks and stacks of books. Yeah. Like he was fucking just going buck wild. And he fucking trips and his glasses fall off his face because he's these huge bottle cap glasses. It falls off his face and they fucking break. And he's, you know, he's uh. neat and he's farsighted. So he can't, he had these huge fucking bottle cap glasses. So <laughs> now he couldn't read. But dude, the guy who played that was Burgess Meredith, who was uh, fucking Mickey in the Rocky movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm familiar with the, uh, with the There Was Finally Time, but I remember seeing it in, uh, it was some joke that uh, Family Guy did. So yeah, I didn't yeah. realize that there was, was a it reference. Was like, it was uh, Peter Griffin's like brain cells or something. Like he had like yes, one yes, brain yes. cell left and he was yeah. going to read all these books. <laughs> and then, yeah, it was, it was literally, yeah. It's so funny. Cause I've been rewatching a lot of old like TV, like shit that I used to watch with like my dad. And cause my dad was like super into like fucking aliens and Bigfoot. Like as, as really? long, as long as I could remember, like I've been like fucking like, I like just super stoked about aliens. Yeah. Um, and I'm just, I'm really into it. And um, so I've been rewatching with all this, you know, not touring we're doing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I will say I haven't mentioned this, this side of it before. Um, for being on the road pretty much straight for two years, I really do appreciate the break and kind of figuring out like how to not be on tour so if, <laughs> you know, if something like this were to happen again, at least I can kind of figure out, like, you know, I started doing the podcast again. I started doing YouTube videos. You know, I started writing stuff, not necessarily for Bad Wolves, because we, we are doing some stuff for Bad Wolves 3 right now, but just kind of shit that makes me happy. Yeah. And fucking rewatching, like, all 
nine of the original X Files <laughs> seasons. <laughs> that fucking makes me happy. And then watching all the fucking old Twilight Zone episodes, and it's just like, yo, that shit came out in like fucking. And I've already talked about Twilight Zone on the podcast, so if you've if you've heard this, I don't care. I'm gonna talk about it again. Um, dude, that shit was made in like 1958. <laughs> yeah, like 1963. And uh, I believe that's that's how long that that went to. I could be wrong. Um, there's only like five seasons, but uh, but like yo, like rewatching that shit, like that dude, that Rod Sterling shit still fucking holds up to this day. Yeah, it's great, great storytelling. Absolutely. I mean, the 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 creepiness. That, oh, I that, love it. It's awesome. Absolutely. I, I, I totally mean, we're agree. basically living in a shitty Black Mirror episode as it is right Dude. now. Dude. I mean, with like fucking Elon Musk and the neural link. <laughs> I can't wait. I will get one. Will I you? will get one. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Because, I mean, dude, we're just living in a shitty Black Mirror episode right now. Like, I love I'm... transhumanism. I would totally get an Elon Musk. I, would, I want. I like. If they can figure out a way to take your brain and put it in a robot and ha you have a robot body with your brain, then I am in. Well, Absolutely. I mean, I mean, technically, we are our brains. So. That's right. Exactly. There's so many people that don't think of that. It's like, man, all this stuff, like when you poke your knee, you're not poking your knee. You're telling your brain. Your brain is what's feeling that. Your yeah, knee yeah, yeah. isn't feeling it. It's all, it's all about your brain. Everything is brain. Everything is your brain. We're so not you can, skin and bones. We're the brain. We are the yep. brain piloting the skin and bones. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> Transhumanism is where it's at. I would love to live an extra two, three hundred years. Hell yeah. Sign me up. Now, if, if, if you were, if you were to say, if you were to put your brain, you know, yourself into a robot Labonte. Like, do you think you would have the same type of, and, and uh, let's say they're like, listen, like this shit will probably run out in like 500 years. You'll never know. It won't be a painful experience when the battery finally does run out. They're like you got like 500 years. Do you have the same worries today? Like, oh, how am I going to pay my rent? Or how am I, how am I going to do this or do that? If you know that you, for a fact, 100% guaranteed that you were going to live as robot Levante for 500 years, do you think you would still have the same worries of today? No, I think that I think the the worries would be different. Um, I also think that you are you've got a whole lot more time to 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 work on things and 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 you also would. I mean, if you're talking about Neuralink, you have access to the whole of the internet with not with a, a an unlimited speed interface. Um, I think that I think that you you could you could utilize the the information that is you know is on the internet in ways that right now we can't can't really fathom i think that it is probably fraught with all kinds of all kinds of danger but also uh with all kinds of um amazing uh amazing opportunities so but do you think as like cuz typical let's say the average american like you have this limited amount of time to do what you want to accomplish. If you're yep. lucky, it's 80, 90 years. 
But if you increase that to say, you know, even 250, like you'll yeah. live to be 250 years old. I mean, I really feel like there would probably be an influx of of procrastination and just maybe looking at like cat videos at the speed of light, you know? <laughs> well, like I don't that, know. That's my biggest that that would be that would be a fear not really for me. Granted, I am a procrastinator. Me too. But it's because I do better under pressure. I do better with deadlines under pressure. Like if I'm like, oh, I need to have this done by this date, then it'll get done. I might wait till like the fucking 11th hour, but it will get done. So do you, do you think going into like, yo, Robot Labonte, 500 years, you can't tell me there's, there's going to be some serious procrastination. There might be Maybe. like... Maybe, but the, the, my, my, my desire for to extend my life is not because I think that I am going to be, I, there are things that I want to be productive, if you, if you follow what I'm saying. I'm not, yeah. It's not like I'm like, oh, there's all this stuff that I need to get done that just I can't get done in the- One lifetime. You know, <laughs> exactly. For me, we right now live in the most interesting time ever. Mm-hmm in human history. And it's not going to get less interesting because we're approaching uh, the, you know, the ability to, you know, leave the planet and we're approaching to, to, to really leave the planet, not just leave the planet and go into orbit or go to the moon, but we're approaching the ability to, to leave the planet and go to, you know, go to Mars and, and possibly, you know, we don't know what the discoveries are going to be, but possibly we'll be able to leave the planet and maybe even make it to another solar system. Um, and part of the way that that honestly would be possible is if you can, if you can extend human life because the, the actual, uh, the, the distances and, and, and speed is, is, you know, it's so dramatic, but, you know, so really I, I, I want to stick around just to find out what happens next. Cause I'm curious, you know? So like if I could live, if I could live 500 years, to see what happens in those 500 years, awesome. If I could live a thousand years to find out what happens in those thousand years, even better. Because it's it's not about like, oh, I wanna get this done, get that done, get this done. It's because I really, really, really wanna know what happens next. Well, I mean, just look at, just look at the progress we've made over the last fucking 30, 40 years technologically. Yeah. I mean, we've made more progress in the last 20 years uh, technologically than we made in like fucking 300 years. Yeah. I mean, so, if you look at the, if you look at the progress of human history since, since we became human, so say for the past, what, 300, uh, three, three million years or something like that. Is it, have, mm-hmm. has it been, have there been humans for 3 million years or is it 300,000 years? Uh, uh, do you know what? Your guess is as good as mine. I should probably yeah, I'm not Google sh- up on this. I'm not sure when the first humans were found. Yeah. R- regardless, continue. So yeah, either way, uh, it's it's basically flat until you know the, the progress that we've made it, until the industrial revolution. Yeah, the, know, the so. combustion engine. Three hundred thousand years. Three hundred thousand. So okay. Yeah. So so, like, you know, modern humans didn't start moving out out of Africa until like a hundred thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. So, in all of human history, in three hundred thousand years. It, it's been stagnant in the same. And then once the enlightenment happened, 
we started to go on an accelerated pace uh, with 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 uh, our our ability to find out things and 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 to to uh, I'm, I'm I'm at a loss for words here, but our our ability to to understand things um, started to to grow exponentially. Yeah, and with that, you know, our population went from you know a couple million on all of earth mm-hmm. to 6 billion. And that's been in the past 150 years, right? So yeah. we, it's really, it's, it's been really, it's the story of, of oil. So when, as soon as, as soon as we figured out how to get oil out of the ground and use it as in a combustion engine, then we our our ability to make food and trans transport food and all of the, the, the life sustaining things that we need, all of that, you know, increased exponentially and therefore our population increased exponentially. Yeah, it went from like, you know, oh, what is this crude black substance I found in the ground? Oh, I can make I can make, make fire with it. I can make fire with it. I can make combustible engines. It went from like that to like iPhones and like if yeah. you think of time as 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 this scale, it went from like in a blink of an eye. In a blink of an eye, yeah, and and all the things like people don't people people that say oh we should leave oil in the ground they they really aren't aren't thinking about how much oil affects our lives like without oil not only can we not transport all the food that allows seven billion of us to live but we can't fertilize the crops like we you don't have seven billion people if you leave oil in the ground it yeah. just doesn't happen you know never like plastics and and all the things like oil is in everything. So the idea of leaving oil in the ground, uh, we're we're gonna, we we're 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 still far away from that, and we need some some significant uh, some significant technological advances before we can leave oil alone and, and actually get past it. We can uh, adjust how we use it so that way we're not polluting, but yeah. the idea of just leaving it in the ground eh, that ain't gonna happen anytime soon. But yeah. but yeah, I mean, so there's been so much that's changed and so much. Uh, advancement in the past just 200 years that you know the next 200 years are going to be fucking dog shit crazy (laughs) (laughs) crazy indeed and i would love to know what happens same you know know, i mean now that like because when i was thinking about the Neuralink, i wasn't i wasn't too much i was just thinking about like all this shit that like elon was just talking about i'm like it, it I can't seem to comprehend exactly what he's saying, but it wasn't really till I was like, oh, but you are your brain. You're exactly. not your nose. You're not your fucking fingers. Like yep. you're driving this entire vessel yep. by this gray matter that's stuck behind a piece of bone. So, yep. so your body doesn't matter if you can if you can actually get your brain to communicate with with robots and get your brain to understand robots and and machinery then it doesn't hello yeah okay uh, I I uh, I think it just kind of caught up to you uh you were like if you can get your brain to understand machinery yeah, if you can get your brain to communicate with machinery, yeah, then it doesn't matter what your what what houses your brain. It doesn't matter what it, what your brain's in. Now, would you would you go all out and be like, "Yo, I'm robot Phil. I look like a robot," or would you want to continue to look like your 
your skin and bone suit? Uh, I imagine if I have that choice, I would have multiple choices. Fair. Like, right, would, like you, so if, would you be able to upload to another to like say if like you can just have a collection of skins like like okay yeah. this is like tactical like this I is imagine my... that's what it would be like yeah because if you can put you if you could actually take your brain out and put it into into a robot then mm -hmm. you could put it into multiple robots and so it might be application specific um, okay. you know am I what am I going to do and and that might be the future of humanity uh, humans might just be brains in in vehicles. And yeah. the robot. We, I, I think that I think that human. The future of humans is going to be, at least so, on some level, cyborg. Right. Uh, to some some extent, it'll be a cybernetic organism. Um, and how would you? How would you? How would you? Uh, so I'm sorry to cut you off, but I've just been yeah. thinking about this since we've talked about putting brains into, you know, robots. Basically, how do you reproduce? Uh, reproduce brains? No, reproduce as in the population. How do you, how do you make another living being? Well, I mean, what's to say that you couldn't have a? What's to say that you couldn't take your brain out of your flesh and blood body, put it in something else for t temporarily, and and put it back in your flesh and blood blood body? So okay, okay. Think so of think of your think of the brain like think of the brain like a computer chip. Right, like so, maybe your brain. So you have, maybe, a, so you have a fuck body. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, you could. I imagine most people would want to have a human body. Yeah, or a like mostly one lying human around. Body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a mostly human body. Most people would would be attached there. I imagine most people would be attached to their body. They would want their body. Um, you know, but as we get, you know, as we get further and further along, um. With technology, I, I mean, I imagine you could probably clone a body, grow another body. Yeah. All these things that are that all these things that you see in sci-fi movies, they're all like, if it's possible to do, then it'll be done. You know, I don't I don't know that we'll ever be able to break, you know, break Einstein's speed limit. We may never be able to break the speed of light. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that we won't be able to transfer our brains from one body to another body. I mean, just like I said, like if, if, yo, if that shit works, cause I, I, I was listening to him talk about, it. he was just basically saying like, uh, if we, if we like the beginning stages of the Neuralink is basically like, if you're a quadriplegic, we put something yeah. in your fucking brain and you're not a quadriplegic anymore. Uh, that alone is justification for doing it. Yes, relieving that much suffering, relieve that like that alone will really reduce the amount of suffering in the world astronomically. Or, MS patients, you know, yeah. uh, people that have neurological disease, that that alone is reason enough to say, "Go do this, Elon. Yeah. Go figure this shit out." Yeah, go put your fucking chip in my brain. Or it's like they were. He was saying like for blind people, yeah, like oh you can't see. Here we go, motherfucker. I just gave you fucking thirty twenty vision. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, not only can you see, but you can see in regular visible light, in ultraviolet light, in uh, you, you know, you've got night vision. Uh, you can see X-rays. Uh, all this stuff. The, yeah. the question is, can your can your brain process? It, because what we'll be able to do is provide information that your brain isn't isn't you know doesn't know how to process. So the question, the lim the the limit isn't on what 
you can conceive of being able to do or what the sensors that they would develop could perceive, but can your brain process it is really kind of the limit. So I, I, I think if we were going to be giving like a blind person, like all that crazy vision, like let's just start out with regular ass vision first and then they can gradually go, you know, am I to say what we start out with? (laughs) But I'm just saying it might might be it. Like just my opinion, it might be easier for someone who's never seen anything before to be like, Oh, now you can look through motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I like, yeah, maybe it would be, but I mean, at the same time, if they've never seen, if they, if they were, if they were blind from birth, yeah, I mean, they, oh, they, fair, fair, they don't fair. know. They don't know what they don't know. Yeah, that that is true. So, but, I mean, yeah. That, I mean, and that's and that's also you know. I know. I mean, I could literally keep going. You know, deaf people, people who yeah. fucking you know, pretty much anything. They're like, yeah, we just you know, it's about a little little less than an inch long, little, little scar on the back of your neck. Yeah. When and, I heard uh, him talking about it on the on the Joe Rogan show the first time uh, mm-hmm. a couple months back, and he was talking about Neuralink, and he said he was like. Right now, we've got a ter- We've got all the information in the world with a terrible interface to get to it. Oh, definitely. Because it, it's, it's our th- it, it used to be our whole hand when you type on a, on a keyboard, and then we moved it down to just thumbs. Yeah. So if we could change that so that way you can access information just by, just by thinking of it. Yeah, like, oh, by using I your brain. who did this, and they're like, oh, yeah. I already know the answer. That would be awesome. And, and the way he described it as, you know, right now your limbic system, uh, you know, your emotional body response and stuff like that, that that's something that we can control to, to a certain degree. Uh, and people don't want to get rid of it, um, but they might want to control it a little better. And yeah. Neuralink would be basically the internet on top of your limbic system that you have control over, mm-hmm. that you could access when you wanted to, or you could turn it off if you didn't want to. And that is... I mean, it's 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 incredible and exciting and sign me up. You know, I I am I'm definitely I'm definitely one of the people that are like excited about transhumanism and, and those kind of ideas. So with 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 that being said, now imagine so imagine they start testing, they're finally able to start testing on people and they're like, yo, this shit fucking works. And it's and then they continue. They they release it. It's been out for a couple years. It's a stable system. You know, there has been no problems. At what age do you think that it's like... Because you can't just go and implant... Like, can you just start implanting kids? Or do you wait until they're of, you know, legal age? So 18, 21, so on and so forth. To, like, let I... them decide if they want the, the neural link or, or not. I don't know, and those are questions that I probably can't answer. No, I, I, I just wanted and to get your opinion. I think, see, I kind of think that, like, the age of consent is too young as it is because your yeah. brain doesn't stop, stop, stop growing and developing until you're in your 20s. Yeah, like 26 so, or some shit. Yeah, so the argument that 18 is, the, is when you're an adult, I'm not so sure about that. Yeah. Now, I don't know that we'll be able to, to raise the age of consent, um, but the idea that, you know, oh, the idea of lowering the voting age to 16 is incredibly stupid, in my opinion, because at right now, people don't educate themselves on, on, uh, on, on policy. They, they vote for what seems. They vote for personality, yeah. not policy. Yeah. I mean, that's how we got Donald Trump, you know? So, yeah. 
so I don't uh, I don't think it's a good idea to lower any of the ages for uh, for you know age consent and stuff like that. Um, in my opinion, they should if anything they should all be raised some, and th that might upset people that are on the cusp of being able to drink or whatever. But um, sorry, did, did age limit did age limits restrict you from drinking under the age of twenty one? Not really, exactly. <laughs> Um, fucking 25 it's fine that's that's yeah. when you can be considered an adult yeah i, I kind of feel like you shouldn't be in your 20s i mean i was wicked stupid at 21 I was i'm so fucking dumb. wicked I was, stupid now yeah, and i'm fucking 34 I dude i know i i i know i'm i'm 45 and i'm like you know maybe i don't know anything about anything so you know that, that that's really the older i get the more i recognize that i don't really know much um so I don't think that, that I think that it should be up to the the person that would be getting the implant, uh, and likely you sh you shouldn't allow them to get the implant until they're adults. Now, when someone is actually an adult, I think it might be a little on the young side at eighteen, but that's what it is legally right now. Probably should be older, but you know. Yeah. But it sh we shouldn't be putting it into kids. You shouldn't no, be like so, oh, so so no no Neuralink babies, not not no Neuralink babies. You know because mom said mom and dad said it's a good idea or whatever, and and that's just my initial opinion. I, I don't I haven't put a lot of thought into it, so I don't know. You know maybe maybe it maybe it does turn into a better uh, outcome by having you know younger people able to access the you would literally you, like you would literally stuff, eliminate so. school. Like yeah, have, I mean, to some extent, yeah. Of, yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously there still needs to be the questions asked that need to be answered. But for the most part, schooling would be a much quicker process. Yeah, remember when you weren't going to have a, a, a calculator with in you your pocket? all yeah. the time? Yeah. yeah, and now we fuck. I don't even, I barely use the fucking calculator either, you know? <laughs> 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 like, I'm like, oh, what's this times this? Oh, okay. I, I guess uh, yeah. I could have guessed that. Right, you know, but it's true. I, I mean, you know, you never, you, you, you don't know uh, what's gonna, or I, I don't know what's gonna happen. Um, it does seem like it makes sense to me to say, you know, probably shouldn't put it in kids' heads. Yeah, but then fair. again, I, you know, I don't know. All right, you know, I, well, I, I was kind of going with that, like, you know, at least for the first century. Let's let's not <laughs> let's not let's not let's not stick these fucking Neuralinks into into growing minds, you right? Know, you know. So, um, but Phil, dude, thank you so much for coming on here. This was this was super fucking awesome. If there's anything else you'd like to add, um, you know, is there anything uh, else you'd like to add? You can you can find me on the interweb uh, at Phil that remains. I'm Phil that remains on Twitter, on Instagram, on uh, Twitch, on YouTube. Uh, I stream Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern time on Twitch, and uh, I get down with uh, singing songs and having a good time. Dude, that is so awesome. So yes, find Phil at Phil that remains anywhere. Except for Facebook. Except Facebook. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Phil, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day. And, uh, you know, this was, this was, this was awesome because uh, when, when we started talking on this podcast, usually it kind of starts with like, oh, what are you doing to keep busy? Like, you know, how is the COVID, you know, 
you know, <laughs> and this just like fucking, I mean, we mentioned COVID, but it's yeah. kind of, it was nice to, it was nice to be able to talk about fucking something else for a change. COVID, yeah. COVID's not the only thing that going on in the world. Maybe it may be the thing that people are paying the most, atten- most attention to, but there's still other stuff going on. That's interesting. Exactly. So dude, I really appreciate your time. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I will see you guys next time. Kyle out. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. I hope you enjoyed this one as much as I did. Like I said, there was some heavy parts, but there was some fun and games too. Uh, Phil is is definitely definitely a character, and you really should follow him, especially on Twitter. And if you like. If you want to see him and like Mark Morton and Doc Coyle go back back and forth on politics and different subjects, uh, seriously, you will thank me later. So again, if you want to follow Phil, he is at Phil that remains on everything: Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, everywhere but Facebook. Maybe I don't even know if he has a TikTok. I don't even know if he has a Snappy Chat. But if he does. You can find him under that one name only. I appreciate that, actually. I was thinking about it. Literally everything, Phil that remains. No question about it. Like, I, I love the consistency. It just makes it super easy. You know, because I see a lot of people who have, like, different names on on Twitter, different names, and then, like, their Instagram has, like, a different name, or, you know, their YouTube channel will have a different name, but... I love it when I can just, everything's just cohesive. Like, find me everywhere at Phil That Remains. Love it. Love it. Love it. Anyways, guys, this has been another episode of the Just STFU podcast. And I really appreciate you guys tuning in. Now, if you would like to sponsor this episode, again, I do this completely DIY. If you want to sponsor this episode with your brand, your band, whatever, please feel free to either send me a DM on my social media, which is at KS Conkeel, K-S-K-O-N-K-I-E-L, or feel free to email me at juststfupodcast at gmail.com. All right, I hope you guys have a great week, and I will see you next time. (laughs) 